Welcome back, everyone, to Phil's Recap and Review, Game of Thrones Season 6, Episode 6, Blood of My Blood, and here we are tonight to talk all about this episode. I am here. We've got some bad news off the bat. I hate fucking bad news off the bat. The phone system isn't working. It's not my fucking fault. It's the website's fault. It's all down. You can check that out. But if you would like to call into the show, please leave a voicemail at 781-990-8509, or if you want to email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com, your phone number... We'll call you! Holy shit, we'll call you! But before we get too into that, we have a lot of stuff to get into in this episode. Some good, some bad. Fucking Needle is back. That's probably the highlight of this episode for me. And seeing Tywin Lannister finally shit his pants. That was pretty fucking exciting too. But also, we had a big evil sore in the middle of this episode that I feel like could have been cut down for time. But I don't want to get too down too quick. The whole middle of the episode. <laughs> We've got, uh, we also have a dragon sighting and Daenerys basically quoting, uh, using her Drogo cliff notes to recreate mm -hmm, a speech. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, but no, we're here tonight. We talk all about this on the holiday on what I think all in all, what I can look at this episode as, especially coming off the last episode, I think we're going to deal with two big arcs this season. One that started in, season, in episode one and left off the big, huge climax of episode five and everything that happened in this. This very much felt to me like they were restacking the deck and showing us where we we're going to go for the rest of the season and setting up those things. So I feel like they sort of built it up to this epic thing last week, and this week they, they're going, okay. We're going to start again on a second second series story. But I'm not alone. With me is Joe Dirty Locks and Katie Crow. And also Carmine from Red Team is with us for a little bit here at the beginning. And, and of course, the motherfucking chat. You motherfuckers love to see all of you guys. You guys are fucking awesome. No one died. People are pissed off on this day that no one died. We're also in the Discord group. I'm in the spoilers room. But if you want to make sure I get any of your questions in the Discord group, just get, get me a direct message over there. Oh, we got people in the chat. Red Team. Hey, Carmine Rules. Uh, at Dirty Locks, lots of love. Hi, peeps. Hello, everybody in the motherfucking chat. Is Phil wearing pants? Get your mind out of the gutter. Of course I am not wearing fucking pants. It's too hot. It's fucking hot. It's fucking hot in here in the studio. But, okay, I've done enough bullshitting. Let's get to you guys. Carmine, what did you think of this episode? I actually liked it. I, I liked the whole thing. The, the, I, I do agree with uh, Joe and Katie. The middle is was a little... Uh... But, uh, I, and the ending was a little, uh, but I, I like the whole thing. And then for once, I didn't throw up when Sam and Gilly was on screen. Yeah. I, even okay. in the big, even their first on screen. Yeah. 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 I, that, that much I like too. I, all of Sam and Gilly this episode, I actually did enjoy it. actually served a, a purpose and set up for it pretty nicely. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta admit, I did not mind it either. Maybe a little bit, a couple of the, the, when she comes out in the dress and looks in the dress, I mean, I feel like it could have maybe been cut a little bit around, but I didn't mind it either. And I also really, I really love Sam's dad. And that dinner scene was one of my favorite scenes of the episode. It was just so fucking awkward. And the way he's just eye-fucking Sam the whole time, looking at him like, you motherfucker, I'm going to kill you. I am going to you kill you. You can see why Tywin would like him. Mm. Yep. Mm. And, and to, to you, Joe, and, and, uh, and Katie, do you think that Randall is going to come after Sam for what happened with the sword? Yeah. Randall's a common. Oh, yeah. well, oh, absolutely. What? Why would you not think that? Why, who wouldn't think that? I, I think that will enrage him to no end. No end. A wildling and my fucking disowned. fat ass disowned <laughs> son. <laughs> He's coming. Pride and joy of the mm -hmm. house. Mm -hmm. Now, Kid 
<laughs> Joe and Kate. Also tonight we get the reveal of Benjin. Benjin is back. What did you guys Yay! think of that? Wait, Katie? Loved that. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. No fucking time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Carmine, were you were you sat was every were you guys Carmine were you satisfied with the uh, the return of Benjin the way it happened or? Yeah, we haven't seen him in like five years. Yeah. He hasn't been yeah. in the in the season since um uh fucking he hasn't been in the show since season one episode three. So yeah. it, it's been a long time. Yeah, I've wanted been... him. I've wanted him to come back in some way, and this is uh pretty good. And it explains why you would take cold hands out of the story. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's a, it would be a repeat of the same scene. I would have scene. liked his crows to be there. Just different people, right? You know, they're so no, Katie. That's an interesting too. question. Did you view this as cold as Benjamin is cold hands essentially in the story? Is that how yeah. you view this, Katie? Pretty much. Yeah, a pretty much a melding of uh. You know, the people truth. want Benjin back. Mm. For some reason, he he struck a chord in people, and I've been wanting to see him come back. And then Cold Hands was a pretty good character, so to meld them together is pretty um pretty smart. Good move like there. It. Good move there. Bill says Randall Tarley expression reminded me of my dad's when I struck out in Little League. <laughs> first storm of the last says Randall Tarley is probably the best part of this episode. That was amazing. No words necessary. Uh, Nicholas says Danny's speech was crap. Uh, we're oh. Where Benjamin will where will Benjamin take Brandon Mara next? I think to the wall. I I mean that's where I would think that he'd bring them or to another tree, another mm -hmm. safe zone that the original Three Eyed Raven set him up to where he knew he had to take Bran or something yeah. like that. Well, he has some training to do. The tree in Winterfell. So somewhere Bran can do some training while he's safe. <laughs> Relatively. Northgrave. Car Carmine, yeah. I half expected Randall Tarley to go to Sam. Stop being a dumbass, you dumbass. Riddle Tar my foot up your ass. Yeah. Riddle Tarley's the red foreman of the uh, of, of Westeros. Mm. <laughs> Fucking amazing oh, stuff. God. So so uh and then we got I really loved all the Jamie High Sparrow Tom and I want to destroy Tom and yeah. jo Joe, what do you think of this little fucking Tommen? On fucking step on to Joe. Don't you think Tommen is a wise and just ruler, Joe? Just go. Here's here's uh, uh, Tommen's a dink. The whole it's, it's painful watching this boy. He is like, so like. Here's here's uh, my point. Jamie painful. rides up the stairs and declares whatever he declares. Fuck that! Ride up the stairs and fucking trample the motherfucker. Put your hooves upside the fucking guy's head and order your troops to march up the stairs. Don't mm -hmm. stop him and and no, just mm -hmm. go the fuck up there and get her. Fuck that. Make this shit end in blood. There's no reason why it shouldn't. And Toman's behind the doors. Fuck that. Why didn't you already have Toman secured? Why weren't you already all over? Where the fuck is Toman? Yeah. Like, why like, is this a surprise that Toman is is at the sept at this point? Everyone knows how weak. Toman is. He does not have any identity of his own. So he's bending to whoever is telling him who he is and should be. And so, like, you know, mom knows this, uncle knows this. Why aren't they watching him constantly? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel bad for him, but I felt bad for Jamie building all that up. I felt so bad. And I, I want to talk to Car Carmine about this because I know you're uh, before Joe kills me for loving Jamie so much. But, <laughs> but I felt so bad for Jamie. I I must admit that's one of the few things in this episode, if I have to be a little bitchy about a little nip, is I don't like how Jamie got sent to the Riverlands in this. I wish he, 
I wish him and Cersei had a falling out. I'm upset that he was just mm-hmm, be, just mm-hmm. a tool for her in that scene. I mean, I thought it was done well showing her go all mad queen with him, like uh, whisper in his ear and kiss. But I thought, I don't know, I felt really bad for Jamie, and I miss Jamie having some sort of a redemption arc. What, what do you think of all of that, Carmine? I, I, yeah. mm. um, I think this is all a part of Cersei's plan. I mean, I, I wouldn't underestimate her yet, but maybe I'm giving the showrunners a bit too much credit. What I think is going on here is that um, a couple episodes ago, there was a scene between her and Tommen where Tommen tells her something. Oh, okay. And uh, my plan here is my 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 thinking here is maybe Cersei told Tommen just you know go along with it, make him think that you're on his side, and then that's when we blindside the hell out of him and kill them all. Mm-hmm. And I think she needs, I think she's sacrificing Jamie's position to make all that seem as real as possible. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So, I, I hope that, you're that's right. That's what I'm thinking here. And oh, by the way, get your fucking beard back. Jesus Christ, I, you just look different. I'm sorry, I just need you with a beard. <laughs> it's creepy. No, I agree, Carmine. I think I, I look at myself. I I don't recognize myself without a beard. It's fucking creepy. It's funny. I don't even notice when it's there and when it's not there. You you shave it off so often. Yep. So. I, it grows back very quick. I'm I'm like I'm like old man wolf. I was gonna call myself yeah. Teen Wolf there, but I I had to add a few years. I'm middle age a middle age <laughs> wolf here going on. Your dad. Yeah, fucking dad. dad. I hope you're right with that, Carmine. I uh, I don't know if you're giving too much cool. credit to the show. I'm wondering if if uh, my one nitpick not nitpicking them. My one thing is is if you're giving too much credit to Cersei for this plan. I don't know if she if she's thinking that far ahead, if or if she's as smart as she wants to be with that. But, but she was relatively calm throughout the whole thing. She was. Yeah. When, when he lost his position. Uh, she's yeah, like. Okay. My question is this: If your plan Good is point. to just at some point blindside and kill them all. Just fucking kill them all already! Like, I, but the show would be over already, Joe. I mean, I mean, <laughs> the whole point of just... uh, Batman versus Superman is that they need something to fight. If they converse mm. for like ten seconds, there would be no movie. Yeah, no, <laughs> and that's and that's like... the foolish thing. You let let this let this people dig in their heels and and grow their roots and turn more heads and shit instead of just getting the fuck in there. As soon as Cersei was taken and put in a fucking prison, you go in there and you kill every single fucking priest, anybody with a fucking mm. triangle on their fucking head. Anybody with, with like, you bumped your head and you got a scar there, off it comes. Like, period. Sorry. Like, you're fucked. You, I agree you... with you, but you also got to be careful, though, because um, I, I think one of the main reasons Jamie didn't go up there and kill them all is because Lancel is there and Kevin yeah. is Hand of the King. That, 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 you know, you can't really go in there and kill Lancel and not have Kevin, you know, mm-hmm. try to retaliate back in some way. He wants his son back, but not in pieces. No, Car- well, it also oh. kind of seems like the people were a little more behind the sparrows than uh, the royalty. Yeah, they, and they so all like they're so all quick. they're also the risk of the riots in the streets and mm-hmm. the people attacking from behind, Katie, as well as the sparrows going psycho nuts on. Katie, I think that's all part of the plan and essentially of having Marjorie on their side because Marjorie is a mm. person of the people and she has and she has the common folk essentially mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. They, so it's all kind of it's everything's coming up sparrow uh, here's a quick <laughs> here's a quick uh voicemail from us uh, from somebody uh to play for carmine before he let's, let's go um, Say, this question is for uh, red carmine do you think cold hands is binging in the book too like do you think you've just been spoiled on who cold hands actual identity is in the book, so you think it'll be different. What do you think, Carmine? Um, I actually, I was posting on the Free Folk subreddit today and uh, asked the same question, and a bunch of people brought up interesting points, which I'm thinking about as well. Um, I don't think Cold Hands in the book is Benjamin, or here's my thinking. Either 
we were just spoiled, which I doubt, or um, George Martin did something where it's like he, – because he told us that – you know, he told his editor, and it's been public, yep. that uh, Ben Coldhands is not Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah, what I think he did is either lie to her or basically said, oh, that's not Benjamin anymore. That's a shadow of Benjamin's former self. It may have his body, but that's not really Uncle Benjamin. You know, something like that, or or either that, or they just combine the characters. And well, here's the thing too: in the books, they they are brought north from the wall by Cold Hands. Bran is, so you'd figure in that time he would have recognized. That's a long journey that Cold Hands is traveling north with fucking his nephew. That he would be like, unless yeah. he was glamoured or some shit too. And then that's just like, mm. oh come on. So it makes sense that it would be them just kind of making the two characters one so that the audience wouldn't be like yeah. oh look cold hands came out and saved gilly and sam and then brought brand north oh look there's uh yeah <laughs> you know there's benjen who just saved bran in the same exact way for the sake of the show i think it made a lot of sense to yeah i, I kind of do too in the chat i don't think they're the same person in the book in the chat daniel says it really seems that benjen is something supernatural got stabbed by a white walker and got healed by the children of the forest and is connected to the blood raven benjen's gonna be the king of the north and build a wall to keep the southern southerners out oh how was uh how was uh fuck, fucking tommins uh making making westeros great again speech we're going to make westeros great again oh fucking bring Tom. glory to the seven kingdoms bring glory back to the seven kingdoms fucking hey man holy shit I just can't. I want to see horrible things happen to that Tom and kid right now. I can't wait till the prophecy till prophecies oh, come true for us. Things are already happening to that kid. Are you kidding me? Very. He's being torn apart internally by all of these people power playing with him as their toy. Now, uh, this poor boy. Mm -hmm. We also oh my goodness. we also saw a flash of the Mad King tonight uh, for a quick second during Brand's quick flashes while they're running away from the White Walkers. Those were cool. Uh, yeah. You you thought all this flash? I thought that was done well. Joe, you're someone that doesn't always love that kind of thing. What did you think mm -hmm. of that part? I didn't think it was bad. I thought it spoke to, uh, you know, staying in the vision too long and that kind of shit. And then, like, he was in Hodor when Hodor died. So maybe he was lost and it was oh. – and, and, and that kind of stuff. So I was kind of – I wasn't upset with it. I thought it was neat. I thought it was – I liked that when the episode started, it jumped right in from mm -hmm. there. Whoa. Um, I'm sorry. I just got some weird news about a, fr and, a friend of ours. And I kind of felt like that's like Benjen or Cold Hands. I was hoping Cold Hands, not Benjen, you know, was just going to come out of nowhere and It could have been a thing. little more Cold Handy. Crows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they did make him like a dead, uh, you know, with a thing in its heart. It would have been nice if, yeah, if they did make him more Cold Handy. Mm. So. Now, uh, Carmine, what did you think of the brand flashes and getting to see, finally get to see a flash of the Mad King? Uh, I liked it. I thought I thought it was good, but I just it kind of annoyed me that it was just flashes. Yeah, I wish too. it was would have been like a full 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 blown vision. Mm. I mean, I, we did. I don't remember because they fucking it went by so quick. Do we see Jamie stab him or just the shadow? Of Jamie I think we him? just see the shadow. I, I said this right in the beginning of my notes where I'm gonna have to go back and watch this because there was a lot I quickly mm. missed. We saw. Do we see Gilly's baby for a second? I know we saw Craster's yeah. baby, but then did they flash on little Sam for a second too? I thought so. I thought so. But I'm not. I can't be sure of really anything. I can't. Like, it was so quick. I can't be sure of it. 
Yeah, it was really quick. I'm wondering if they, if that scene with the Mad King, was that the scene from, like, season one that, because I, I know in season one, they did episode one, like, three times, and in the preview for season one, before it ever came out, we get glimpses of what looks like the Mad King laughing and Ned's, uh, Ned Stark's father, like, on the ground, mm -hmm. so I'm wondering if they shot that new, or if that's from just season one, when one of their archives. Yep. Uh, I th I'm I'm wow. yeah, I'm wondering about that too because they cast the actor it was all set it was in that original pilot that they shot so it, it mm -hmm. is very it is very interesting I always wanted to see those scenes of everything in the original pilot the original it, Danny did the you know that yeah. in the original pilot um they took this out they and they shot it and everything John Aaron is actually trying to write something mm -hmm. and then he falls mm -hmm. on the ground and then yeah. Cersei comes in and steps on his hand yep. And they, also, they already shot and everything, but they left it out. And they also have an extended hmm. introduction uh, to with the whole beginning with the uh, Night's Watch guys and the White Walker. That's that's the whole episode starts with a much longer uh, pre uh, preamble there. So uh, so it, I I, I kind of wish we get to see that on some uh, Blu-ray extra feature yeah. when the whole series oh, yeah. is done that they put that up somewhere just because it would be very interesting to see those parts somewhere you can see. Back to the Future with Eric Stoltz playing those parts. You can see at least skills yeah. of it. Yeah. Or, or with the Nick Cage and uh, the Superman movie with the, the Nick Cage always played. You can see, you can see test screening things of that. Uh, I would love to see these other actors playing these parts. Oh, yeah. So I think the only other thing we haven't really talked about the intro really was Arya, the decision that Arya made. Now, I, I, ta I talked about whether Randall is going to be coming after Sam for his sword. The Waif is going to come after Ar Arya. R uh -huh. Does anyone think the Waif is coming out alive? And do you... No. I don't think so, obviously. And does Jakanagara know he's sending the Waif to her death, ultimately? Yes. I think so, yes. You guys think so? Uh, Car yes. Car Carmine, what do you think about that? Do you Are you on the same boat of that? Do you think he's sending her because he knows a girl is going to stab the Waif? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Once again, maybe it's just me. Maybe I... I Maybe it's me not wanting the show to be too Hollywood because her leaving the House of Black and White and not becoming a badass assassin and just going back to Westeros, I don't, know, I don't want that to happen. I want her to be a badass assassin. Maybe the Waif going after her is just her final test. Yes. Well, I think she is going to be a badass assassin no matter what. I just don't think it's in her nature to be no one. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bill says, when Sam took Heartsbane, I thought to myself, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. DB, welcome to the live motherfucking chat. Great to see everybody. So sorry about the phone system tonight. I very much apologize for that. Do you think that maybe Arya should have actually learned stuff before she went rogue, says Remy Remy. That's kind of what Carmine was saying. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. She should have learned so much more besides just, you know, how to kind of fight off people, and that's about it. She should have learned, you know, how to sneak and... I don't know, maybe I'm playing too many RPGs, but she should have learned more fucking skills than just, you know, play with a stick. Yeah. She should have been working on her pickpocketing skills or something. Pickpocketing alchemy needed to be level 100, of mm -hmm. course, yes. just in case. Some mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. Fucking. Well, let's, let's see. She, she's learned, she, whatever she learned, she learned a lot from the Hound, right? Um, and how to deal with people, sort of. She learned a lot with another weapon now, the staff. She knows her sword. She knows blind fighting, fight in the dark. She knows about poisons. She has an understanding, water possibly, dancing. of some sort dancing. of the faces and how to change one's face without actually knowing. Maybe she's seen what goes on but doesn't know. 
I mean, now we see they actually like peel off the face or some shit. So, so who knows? Maybe she's seen that. Someone says, uh, Bran's flashback, the Mad King was part of the download from the Three-Eyed Raven. It's one of the things that he needed him to know. I think it's interesting mm. that we straight up get Be Benjen saying, you are the new Three-Eyed Raven now. So mm -hmm. ultimately, Bran needs needs to take it over. It's going to be him versus the Night's King. That was an interesting... What did you guys think? I, there was a lot of build-up for Benjen. We talked about not a person. We talked yeah. about Benjen a lot, just the lead-up of getting to see him. What... It, it was satisfying for me. I I don't know. Maybe I built it up a little bit too much. I definitely was, yeah, that's fucking Benjamin. And I got into it. But I hate to say maybe it's maybe because it's one of those things that so many people, not even just because of the spoilers, so many people were anticipating it coming. It was like, oh, yep, there he is. I wasn't so much surprised by it. I was just like, oh, here's Benjamin. Great to see him. I, I was almost right. expecting him at this mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. The, the, That's my the own bandana fault, across the lower half of his face was pointless because yeah. as soon as you saw his eyes and his brows, you knew it was the same actor yes. from season one. Heard his voice. Yeah. There was Immediately no you that. knew. There was no hiding it. So yeah, it they like, should have they should have hit his face a bit more. A bit better. Or just not hit it and not been like, I mean, the guy's fucking dead. Who cares who sees him? The fuck's he hiding his face for? Is he fucking cold? Yeah. Jesus. It was it was sim it was showed you the reason why they couldn't do the thing with sell me because because it's ultimately there's only so much you can hide an actor's face like uh, with with how they had to change that up in Marine with with not having uh, sell me follow them around and never no one could just hey I know that guy because you knew immediately you could see Benjamin's eyes in that situation mm. I thought it was interesting the way they did it where they they don't actually show him until Bran can see him so Bran just automatically recognizes him it's uh. It, it was it was a uh, it was interestingly done. I feel like I built it up a little bit too much in me, so I wasn't I didn't quite explode in the way I did. I got far more excited seeing Mace Terrell in full in full uh, full garb and see, singing to his troops. <laughs> Mace, oh, this fucking ass. oh, he's fun to Magnus has taken the city. I love this. I love this guy. I fucking love this guy. So uh, Arya can shuck my cockle anytime. Kill. Oh and. How could I forget? And I know Carmine has to run, so so uh, so let me get one last thought from Carmine before we let him go tonight. What did you think of the return of fucking Walter Frey? And and how how much do you want to take a fucking side bumhole dump on his face? Uh, <laughs> I really liked it. I, I I like that this season is bringing back a lot of characters from the past that we haven't seen a lot. I mean, all we really need now is uh, the Hound and Gendry to complete the whole set and Thoros of Mir. But I like that we see Walder Frey again. It's good that we see these characters again because sometimes the story just focuses on Danny and John and mm. Tyrion. You get a little bored. You want to see this world full with all these characters you've already met, yeah. you know? Yeah. Now, you were talking Absolutely. a little bit in the chat about Lady Stoneheart and whether we, people are going, will we steal Lady Stoneheart? I tend to be in your camp that I don't think we're going to see Lady Stoneheart. I think Thoris of Mare no. and the Brotherhood ultimately are going to take up a lot of the action she does mixed we with... We had mention of them tonight. We did have direct yeah, mention yeah. of them. Will So, Carmine, just straight up, do you think we'll see Lady Stoneheart at all in the show? It's always possible, but my, 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 I hope we don't. I hope they really just make Sansa Lady Stoneheart. I, I hope we, we don't see her. I, I would rather not. I would rather keep that away from the, the show and keep it to the books. But it's possible, though, because Brienne and Jamie will be meeting up again. So 
Who knows? Yep. And oh. and of course, we do see the Blackfish in the previews for uh, next week as well, which looks very fucking exciting. Next week's episode looked really co- cool. I also love this episode. It was obviously not as emotional as the last couple of episodes that we've had, but it was another really great, really great episode of Game of Thrones, and I'm loving this season uh, so much. It is up there as one of my one of my favorite seasons. Uh, so I so. I don't know. Do you, the one question I want to ask you before I believe because I can't remember. Is this the someone asked in the chat? Is this the first Game of Thrones episode, or it's definitely the first one this season that no one has died, not a single person? It can't be, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, season uh, episode one, we got uh, the Martells dying off. Uh, episode two was um, oh, fuck. Who was it? Uh, was it Balon? It was yeah, Balon, Balon, right? Balon. Well, ba- this season, yes, it's definitely. This season, but it's, I don't think yeah. someone was asking in the entire series. I don't think it's the only episode in the entire series without someone dying. I don't no, no. Be. No, I'm almost I'm almost positive that. I'm just trying to think. I don't have any proof of that, but people in the chat would probably know better than me. But I, I, mm. I got to say there was at least another episode where no one died. At least one. At least one. The black Blackfish has finally done peeing. Rest in peace, Dorn. Uh do you think do you guys uh, do you, do any of you guys think we're gonna see Dorn before the end of the year? I think we're gonna see him once in the final episode of the season. I I mm, I think they kind of have to revisit that maybe just to say hey Dorn's still here. I hope they don't. Sure. I hope they don't. I hope they just said yeah we got that shit out. We're not flushing it. We don't care. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't really care about Dorn. And uh, Carmine, I know you have to run run off, uh, but thank you so much for joining us as always, thank you buddy. For having me. I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll see you guys next next week. Uh, definitely, maybe next week. Hopefully, but uh, yeah, no. See, have a good one, guys. You too, have buddy. Everybody, have a good. Everyone, have a good night. When we're done, goodbye. No, we're not done. We're just getting started. Carmine leaves and it's all over. Yeah, exactly. Carmine's no, Carmine's please. gone. There's no use. There's no use continuing at this point. But here we are, and. Uh, we got a message from the dude good uh fucking great sick episode and uh joe and katie uh something intense happened that i gotta talk to you guys about but i don't want to bum out the show but i uh a friend of ours passed away and uh we'll, we'll get into that after the show but rest in peace to one of our really awesome friends that we've known a long time so so uh so yeah we'll get into that in a little bit uh so you can check probably check your phones and see that if you want okay so anyways so let's get into this recap now that I've completely bummed the mood. Everyone, everyone, yes, yes, yes. Game of Thrones is awful, but lots of love to our friend. Lots of love to our friend, and and uh, we will try to keep going through here. So everybody, here is our recap. <laughs> Yes, 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 we're in the recap! Yeah, let's do it! Oh my gosh, holy shit. So I guess, so I guess here we are, here we are. I wrote it into you guys in the, uh, Joe, I wrote it in the little, uh, chat window if you need to look at it. So our episode this week, let's get into it. Let's, uh, before we get into our recap, let's take our first, let's try to make our first phone call of the night. This is the first time we're ever trying to actually call somebody. So let's see if this works. Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's see if it works. Is it working? Here we go. Let's see, we're calling. Right now we're calling one of our listeners. Here we go, folks. This is the, this is the first time for us, so we'll see how Hello? this works. Hello, Sam. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi. Oh, my God, wait. That's where my ringing is going on. 
I know. Like it's really far behind, so I'm just going to mute. So Yo, please, for a second, but how are you guys? We're doing awesome. Yeah, it is great to hear from you. I'm sorry about the phone system, but uh, this is a temporary fix at the moment. No, first I want to say sorry to you guys and lots of love your way. Oh, um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Um, now to events because do it. Common was in the show is aged up so that he's the same age as Joffrey in the books when he takes the throne. So I am so annoyed with people saying that he's young. He should be forgiven. He's young. He's young. He's young. He's not older than Joffrey. And Joffrey was able to hold off a whole bunch of problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I It's bad when you hear people say that I want Joffrey back on the throne or I want the Night King back on the throne, as some of the people in the Discord chat have said. Yeah. So I just need to get that off my chest. Um, love you guys. And cool feature for calling us and just no. see you guys in chat. Thank you, Sam. Awesome call from Sam. And ultimately, this is probably the best way because it's probably either better just to play voicemails and we'll play all the voicemails that we get at the end of the night or it's ultimately better to listen to your voicemails or call you rather than hearing that damn uh, damn, damn, sound over and over again. Joe, I sent you a text. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, okay, so our episode... Episode... Fuck! Fuck, man! So our episode opens up and we left... We leave off where last week started. Wait, no, we we start where last week ended off with Mira dragging Bran, dragging his forty-five-year-old ass through the snow. They don't look good. It's dark, full of full of uh, full of terrors. That Bran, lo uh, Mira looks sad. Bran's still in his dream world. We see the dragons uh, in his vision. We see Bran see dra dragon visions. Jamie pushing. Uh, pushing him off the tower just to remind Joe of how awesome an individual Jamie Lannister is. We see the iron chair. We see uh, Craster's babies. We see a ton of other shit that I need to go back and rewatch. Finally, yeah. Mira has had enough. She stopped. Bran sees it all again. Sees the Mad King. We hear the burn them all, burn them all, which I thought was good. I, I liked it. I definitely did like mm -hmm. it, but I thought it was Maybe the color, just the way they flashed on it. I just didn't get a good enough of a visual again. I need to rewatch it. There's certain things that when you're up, when your eyes are going up and down like this, taking wait, my head's going up and down like this. I don't want to talk about that. Why is my head going up and down like that? <laughs> going through all of that, it's I think a. We should revisit that too. Yeah, we should revisit why that happened. Uh, oh, I, I thought you said revisit why my head goes up and down like. That. No. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, that's, is that what you're talking about? You fucking asshole. Oh gosh. Uh, fucking thank you everybody. Everyone in the live motherfucking chat you guys are fucking mm. amazing 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 we don't want we, we don't want to like but you know get you into our shit but we appreciate the support you guys are giving us in the motherfucking chat right mm. now Very thank you everybody uh, lots of love okay enough of that enough of that and uh lots <laughs> lots of love to any of our friends out there that are watching that are sharing in the feelings that we're mm -hmm. feeling right now okay so uh so we see jamie uh mirror mirror stops i can't move anymore captain i can't do it says brad i can't fucking do it and he's like no i'm weak and uh then we see him fall and uh and the knights we also see in the vision which this is a minor this is one of those minor nitpicks i was talking about at the beginning very very minor 
that in the vision we see the come at me bro Night's mm. King from John and then we see this, the new Night's King which I think is played by a different actor so they look kind of a little bit different and seeing them back to back in that moment took me out for just a quarter second that's a slut that is such a tiny little thing that just got me for a quick second but it's but I like that they didn't reshoot the scene with a different actor or mm. anything like that so I think that's damned if you do damned if you don't thing it was an important moment yeah. brand needed to see and you had two different actors playing the same part and instead of reshooting or doing something they made a tough decision in that moment and it worked it worked out i just noticed it i was like oh okay now i see that there's two different actors seeing them back to back so so oh someone says it is the same actor so maybe i'm just an asshole thank you walking david maybe i might just lighting I might just be an asshole. They look different actors to me. What the fuck? Welcome to Words Mad King. Sorry, I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, this episode was Big Kev. Hello, Ariel. Broken Man, could that be the how next week? Why is it when people, the power of three-eyed raven, the power of three, are we watching Charmed here? On TV, never I know how to control it. Damn great American hero flashback. So Dragon Glass makes you bloated. What's up with Benjamin's face? The first Night's King was a good actor. Wow. New Night's King. Oh, no, someone, see, Duke Chronic is on my, or said the first Night's King was a good actor. Second one's a stuntman with a sword. Uh, so I don't know. I'd have to look into that. I'm going to I'm gonna pause on this, on talking more about that until I figure out if I'm full of shit or not, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm sure someone in the comment section will tell me within the week whether how full of shit I am in this situation. Okay. So, uh, so we see the Night's King with the come at me crow thing. We see the army of dead marching. We see the Night's King burn them all we see the whites coming they're they're catching up they're catching up mirror starts crying and brand comes Bran comes out and says they he comes out of the trance and goes they found us and they both look like they're ready yeah. to die thank they apologize you. to each other thank you thank you joe if we're about to die in that situation i'm not thanking you uh, i'm like i'm like no nah, no nah, joe fuck you dude drag keep dragging keep dragging <laughs> no no i'd be i'd be hugging you so the whites approach and a dude on a horse comes and with a flat flailing fire mace and starts taking down all the whites cleaning house mad king killing all the or mad killing of all the whites drags one the horse slaughter up against a wall bam burns them and this figure comes come speaks you know we ain't dying in that situation no way and i do i do like how benjen did go uh obsidian must uh bloat your face as someone said he goes come with me if you want to live that's basically what he said (laughs) Fucking a. That's, I think I think that's what I heard him say. I I, I I can't be sure, Kate, but I'm pretty sure he said, uh, "Come with me if you want to leave." Mm-hmm. So I, I heard it. I yep. heard, yeah. Accent and all. I fucking heard it. <laughs> Two different actors. Richard Brake was last season. Vladimir Fukdik this season. So it is two different actors. Oh. Thank you, Michael. Oh. Thank you, Michael. Brand unknowingly summons. Br- uh, uh, Benjen, since he's the third three-eyed cr- crow raven yep. right now. The weapon that Benjen had was so cool. Yeah, the flame bloat them all, oh, says Pete Slice Music. Yeah. Who was the Night's King in season flame four? Ball. I think it was a yet another actor in season four, Bill, but someone can tell you in the chat that is fucking... Um, oh. We got the IMD mas- DB masters going on in the chat. At least it was realistic that Mira couldn't drag, and drag Bran very far. I agree with that. I, th- I thought that was done very well mm-hmm. in the sense mm-hmm. of if anything, maybe the army... It's another credit to how well Hodor held the door is that he held it back even a few more seconds longer to give them some time to get away before the white minutes longer or something because they did have some time to get away with before the very, very fast whites could uh, catch up to them. So and a lot of them died in the fireball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Very, Mm -hmm. very good point. Welcome, Tom himself. 
420 love. Well, his uh, his name is Vladimir Fundick. What's that? What did you say, Phil? <laughs> Finally, good to see little Sam growing up. That's what Stephanie said too. She's like, she's like, way to go, way to grow some balls, Sam, is what she says. Way to grow some fucking balls. Live motherfucking chat. You guys are fucking awesome. So much love going on in there. So let's take a voicemail for the right now. And everyone, again, our voicemail number is 781-990-8509. I'm going to keep refreshing blog talk and see if it ever starts working again. So we can use the phone number. But let's do a quick text. 817 episode was too short this week. Tom and Cersei are in the whole uh, working with the Sparrow shit was way too calm listening to Jamie explain what happened. Burn them all, burn them all. So so 817 is on Carmine's uh, road of thinking that this is a plan by Cersei. I hope the fuck you're right. Uh, yeah. Texter says, hey guys, it's Amy from the chat. Amy, lots of love. Randall Tarley was saying an umber was at his home saying he taught his daughter to hunt. Question, do you think the hunt... Uh, why do you think a Umber was was at Hornhill? Very interesting question, and I don't know if that means we're going to see Mace on the side of the Boltons later on in the season. Uh, not Mace, um, Randall. <laughs> I've, I just insulted Mace by calling him Randall. Uh, I don't know if that means that maybe they were trying they were trying to get him on the side of the Boltons to fight on that side somehow, or come up north and support him because he's such a great soldier. I don't know. Very, very interesting question, though. Uh, yes, I can, Leo. Uh, 781-990-8509 if you leave a voicemail, and I'm going to be playing it here. So here we go. Here's our, here's our first voicemail of the night, or not our first, but another one. I got a second important question. Can Dragonfire melt Valerie steel beams? I think oh, the, the, oh. the Valerian Steel, I think so. I, because Valerian Steel can be forged. There are certain people that can mm. forge it. So I, I assume that dragons could probably probably do that. And I don't think I played the first part of your question. So let me play the first part. Got a question for you. Can dragons melt steel beams? 9-11, motherfucker. <laughs> That's to America. Okay, so you think, oh the, you think it was an inside job that dragons caused... Uh, <laughs> Caused 9/11. That George, that uh, that somebody, uh, that, that it was Dragonfire that caused it. Okay, so next next uh, voicemail. Okay, so basically, I think when we see the Hound again, he'll have like a really badass sort of intro. And basically, episode seven is titled "A Broken Man," which I think is referring to the Hound. And Ian McShane said he was only appearing in one episode, so I'm thinking. Since Brotherhood Without Banners is supposedly a bigger threat, I'm thinking maybe a group of them like kill comes in and like kills like the people who save the Hound, and then the Hound catches up with them and like slaughters the, all of them, like Ooh. the group with um, Brotherhood Without Banners. I think that'd be super badass and yeah. a good way to like bring the Hound back. Interesting. I do think Ooh. the Hound is going to be coming back. I think it is going to be next episode, The Broken Man. I think uh, that's going to be our Ian McShane episode and that we mm -hmm. are going to see the Hound. I agree with a lot of people that are saying that speculation. No, we don't know anything before someone comes out and goes, spoiler! We don't know anything other than what Ian McShane put out there. I'm just, I, I feel like a lot of people, The Broken Man makes sense of that. I don't know yeah. how much we're going to see of the Hound doing shit this season. I think it's going to be a very short cameo. At least that's how I think. I think we're going to see Ian McShane. He's going to give a speech. We're going to see the Hound in the background of a scene, and that's going to be it. It's going to be a lot of blue balls with that. And maybe mm. he'll show up later on, but I, I feel like that's all we're going to get. That's kind of, Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it, too. 
I wasn't really sure we were going to get him at all. But if we do, it's going to be a, a little bit of him. Yep. And, <laughs> that's a good one. In that vein, uh, bi Biotic says, Broken Man is Theon. Yeah, oh, very good point. Oh. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Now, uh, fucking what happens with Yara Granger? Broken Man is Reek. I'm ready for Mountain to kick some ass. What the fuck is taking so long, says Laney. Laney, I said that last in our feedback show. People were asking what I wanted. I said, I want to see the fucking fucking zombie mountain do some fucking killing yeah. when the younger franken mountain crush Sintovia major says when the younger phrase were talking about how the, all the other houses had switched over to the blackfish's side is this a connection with john and sansa gathering support in the norse i don't think yet i think it was uh just about river run river run and what the blackfish has been able to mm. do and then other houses sort of going against the uh the phrase just because they're known to be notorious dickheads and when you do shit like what they did at the red wedding there's consequences people want to fuck you because you're not trustworthy ultimately uh brienne runs into the house yes watching the preview right now anyone know what the northern house has a banner with a white fist and an orange background look like sansa will sansa will be there people in the chat can tell you about that curse my throne's addiction i need i need sleep of how i need sleep house issues finish this finish this show <laughs> Joe Love, you're getting some love in the chat, Joe. So here is another voicemail before we get back into our recap from the one and only great friend about the show, the one and only Heath Hinton. Here's Heath. Yo, Phil, I just got a thought, man. Maybe the problem with Tommen is he doesn't have a Tyrion or a Tywin to keep his stupid little ass in line. I mean, let's be oh, yeah. honest. He just thinks about pussy all the time and... <laughs> Tywin and Tyrion well, were there mm -hmm. to keep Joffrey in line. I mean, they slapped him around and stuff. Now there's nobody to do it. Just thought oh, maybe that's what he needs. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I think yeah. I think you're ultimately yeah. right. He does have Kevin, but Kevin does seems like a mm. wet piece of spaghetti. But up yeah. there, that all he cares about is Lancel ultimately. So he's ultimately he does have that now, and he has it in the High Sparrow, which is really fucked. Uh, yep. Really fucked up All shit. All the wrong places, Tommen. Yep, Katie. All the wrong places. I'm going to touch you in an inappropriate place on your crow bottom, Katie. Come on. Oh, oh, hey. Oh. Hey, hey now. Hey. Sorry. Hey, hey, hey. Sorry. Whoa. Sorry. 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 Give, give, me, I, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, give me a break tonight here. Okay, listen to another voicemail here. Yeah, yeah. Hello. I, um, I, I'm what you would call a, a social justice activist, and I just want to ask one important question. When will Game of uh, Thrones stop abusing women? It's terrible. The rapes, the murders, it's terrible. Violence against women. Also, I want to see... <laughs> um, I, I think Game of Thrones is reflective of a medieval of a medieval time that was very uh, that was very fucked up, and I think it does a great job of reflecting, even though it's in a magical, obsessive world, reflecting of the time the of what things were in the times. So, getting back into our recap here, we cut to Gilly and Sam arriving in all the greens. Holy shit! It's completely all everything's green everywhere you look. Sam does his best Bubba Gump impression here. He's like, uh, this, is the, this is a sad tree, and this is a green tree, and this tree has <laughs> colors in the winter, and I think, I think I did this right here. So it goes back and forth like that. He gives his best. He gives his best thing like that. And, uh, and Sam is, uh, and let's listen, let's listen to a bit of that if we can here. Let's listen to a bit of that if it works. Beach poplar. The old willow. 
But of course, now that summer's over, you'll start seeing the autumn colours coming in. Oh, what would those autumn Still, be? you'll find more green here than anywhere else. You're nervous. You're a nervous talker. That almost sounds like something the hound would say. You, you're over there. You're a talker. I noticed you over there. <laughs> you like to talk, don't you? Sam's mama solid eight says Bill. The castle wow. Where is Loris? Loris is fucking fucking. Sam dropped the mic here. His sister's fine too. Fucking hey, great. The hound threatened Sam Loris chickens. Joe, so someone go hug Joe over there. Crow, uh, crow, block your camera and give Joe, a, give you Joe a hug over there. You need, you need, you need some love. We need to give Joe some love over there. So I'm, I'm, I'm muting you guys for a second there, so we can get some love going on there. So, or I'm, you guys are audio still on, but I just blocked your camera for a second there. So let's listen to another uh, voicemail here. Takes over if Tom and dies. Who's next in line for the throne? I can't remember. Uh, good question about that. I think we all want to see Tom and Ty at this point, SM. Um, I think next in line, we've talked about this a lot. I think, fuck, dude, I don't know who next in line would be. I don't know. Would it be Kevin because he's hand of the king now? I, I, I honestly don't know who would be the, who would be next. Uh, people in the chat, if anyone has a specific question about or specific thought on that, I'm very, very curious of what people would think. Who would be king after Tom and in this situation? So uh, so let's let's play another quick voicemail here before we get back into our recap. Hey, what's going on, Bill, Joe, and Katie Crow? It's Jesse Ventura. Oh, I just had a question I wanted to propose to you. I mean, I don't want to be shouting out conspiracies or nothing, but no, what never. if I told you that <laughs> Littlefinger was actually a dragon in disguise? Huh? Because if you ever noticed... Every time we see a little finger, we don't see dragons in the same room. Coincidence? Oh. I, I think, think not. not. <laughs> also, this year I'm running for president of Westeros. Vote Ventura, 2016. <laughs> 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 Jesse Devati Ventura had my favorite quote ever oh, by anybody, goodness. and I used it every time I played a sport. Win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. I, that's that's oh. Jesse the Body Ventura's uh, motto as a wrestler, and I always loved it. Okay. So uh, so yes, so we're here in Hornwood yeah. with Sam and Gilly, and it looks really Hornwood. excellent. Uh -huh. <laughs> I got Horn Hill. Sorry, Katie. Horn Hill. I, I sorry. <laughs> I, I I'm talking about touching you on your feather bottom. I'm getting Hornwood. What the fuck's going on here? I'm overcorrecting. Oh. I'm over fucking Jamie the Body Lannisters or something. Uh, <laughs> Fucking a son of bitch dug in there like an Alabama tick. I think Marjorie's pregnant. I don't think horny wood says somebody. Did Phil say horny wood? Everyone in the chat's just hearing that. A whore will give you wood. Wait, horn wood? Is this a is this a side butthole again? Is this what's going on here? Oh my gosh. Okay, so so we cut to Gilly and it's so green. Everything's green. Uh, now. Sam's dad, they, they kind of, they get, they eventually get up. Sam, eventually get up. Sam, make sure he tells her, listen, Gilly, make sure you tell my family that this is your, my baby. And uh, my, my family will like, oh, yeah, we got a grandchild, and they'll be very nice to you, and they'll take care of you. And mm -hmm. Gilly goes, listen, buddy, did you tell him I'm a free folk? Did you tell him I'm a free folk? Because I need to, because you need to tell me that shit. And she, and Sam is like, no, no. 
my yet, my so. my daddy's kind of a dink, and he kind of wants to wanted me to kill wildlings and free folk. And she 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 knows enough. She could have been like at that dinner when uh she spills the beans. She could have been like, yeah, the Thens came and they took a bunch of us from fucking Mole Town. Yeah. It, yeah. She didn't she black, could have come up with the story. Yeah, easy it. enough. Joe, you're right. But Gilly, Gilly has, and this is why I think I agree with Carmine. And and I the the parts that I was sort of like in the middle wasn't the Sam and Gilly stuff. I actually really liked the Sam and Gilly stuff tonight too, because, minus a few scenes. I feel like maybe a few minutes of it could have been cut. Uh, but I really like how Gilly doesn't take shit. She doesn't hmm. care. Randall doesn't scare her. She's a wild she, she, not just that, Joe. She's not just a she's not just a free folk. She grew up with Craster. Mm. Randall is a fucking teddy bear compared to Craster. Yeah, he's nothing. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy? You're, you're scared of this guy? My dad used to fuck me and all of my sisters. Get us pregnant. Take the male babies and give them to the fucking White Walkers. And we mm. all knew about mm -hmm. it. Your dad it doesn't scare shit out of me. And, mm -hmm. and that's... Well, I think that building alone scared the shit out of her. The size of it. And just was fucking big. I didn't realize that family was that rich. Yeah, that's a big fucking building. Yeah, crap. People say, yeah, Craster was a fuckwit. She doesn't give. Gilly gives zero fucks. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. She just does. She just doesn't give two pisses about this Randall Tarley. She's like, I know, I know who Sam is. That's all that fucking matters. Mm -hmm. Deuces, motherfucker, deuces. Yep. <laughs> So, so Sam's mom is nice and lovely and doable, and she's happy. Sister's lovely, happy, doable, and uh, she has to marry some yellow teeth boy. And it's it's a uh, thank you, Katie. It's uh, come on, this, all all is out the window tonight. We're, we're just like, oh, everything's so happy. They introduce Gilly to mom. Mom is happy. Baby is happy. They all meet. Every everyone's happy. It's it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a lots of happy moments. And then there's dad. Yep. Awesome. This is our, this is our son. Meet him. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and then Katie, we You're get. Afraid of her. Th then after that scene, the friends and family they ask about uh, they they he asks about his father. His father's on a hunt with his brother. So then we go to a candle being lit, and this is our second scene of the episode, which is Tommen and the High Sparrow have yet another talk about Marjorie and about her. Oh and about her walk or some yada yada. She's the queen. She's not your mom. People love her. The High Sparrow is playing a game with Tommen. They leave this fairly vague for the reveal at the end of the episode. This is the middle part that I was sort of rolling my eyes at. As much as I love King's Landing, I love Jamie Lannister. I like the Jamie and the army stuff and the him and Cersei interactions. I like that, even though I wanted him to hate Cersei first. But the High Sparrow stuff is really just starting to give me a headache sometimes. I'm sort of starting to roll my eyes at it a little bit. Just because it. it just seems a little bit repetitive. At least it moved along a little bit in this episode. But I feel like it made Kinda. a lot of the other foreplay that we've gotten with it. A l I don't know. This is where I'm getting a little bit. This is the part that I'm just like, oh, God. Do you know what I liked last week's episode? Because we didn't have to deal with any of this shit. I just, there's just a certain element of this that's a little bit. Yada yada. This is like the eighth time we're gonna kill you. You can't kill me, haha. -ha. 
Just, I mean, yeah. really? Over and over and over and That being over. said, I love... Repeat. It's Groundhog Day. That being said, I love the Jamie stuff in this episode, personally. I love seeing Jamie take a stand. I love how Jamie probably would have... he took a stand before. He would have killed them he all now if before. he had a chance. I love the visual. Maybe I just love the visual of him riding the horse up the stairs. That was just such I an awesome visual. It. I mean, yeah, it, I would have enjoyed that, and I would have liked it if he had fucking trampled the guy. Who cares what he has to say at that point? Fucking talking's over at that point. Welcome, Bo. No, like... It's go fucking get her, drag her down the stairs, and fucking run off. That's why, it. Why? I'm surprised Lady Elena didn't have that sort of reaction. She's just like, we lost. I think I'm mad. I sound mad. This is yeah, Marjorie. No, yeah, no you, you don't. You, you could never. No. You're you, right. You fucking He's ride up there. Teasel. You slaughter all of them. You grab the king. You grab fucking Marjorie, and you fucking get the fuck out of there, and you drag them back to the Red Keep. You slaughter every fucking peasant in the way. And that's how you deal with that situation. They should have done that months ago. Yeah. Period. This shouldn't. This shouldn't be here at this point. This, this. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely fucking absurd. I think it will be a very good thing for Jamie to get away from King's Landing and all. Of I hope it gives him some perspective, Katie. I really do. And Joe channel it all was that. Good for him the last time. Yep. Yeah. But Peace Baby asks, "Where's Braun? <laughs> we we got a Braun mention yes. tonight. We got a Braun mention tonight, and we see him in the preview for oh. next week." So Braun, that was so, that was so we knew who he was to oh, so the previous for next week. We did see Braun for like a half a second in the preview for next week. I'm pretty sure people can say in the in the uh, we will definitely get to those, my friends. We will definitely get to them. So let's just finish off this scene. Tommen is basically like, "You're the best person I ever knew, and you're so wonderful, and I love you." I don't understand. It's all right. It really is. It's really all. It's, it's such a relief to let go of those lies. So Marjorie ultimately decides whether she's really doing this or not. She ultimately decides to take the faith of the High Sparrow and save herself the walk, save herself everything. What I'm guessing is she made a deal with the High Sparrow. If I get Tommen, do I not have to make this walk? And he goes, sure, get Tommen. And she manipulates, just let me see him, five seconds with him, and he'll be mine. Because anyone who spends the last five, excuse me, five seconds with Tommen can manipulate him. I'm still uh-huh. holding out uh-huh. a hope that Carmine and the caller and other people that are saying that are correct about it. Excuse me. And that this is That's just still hope. a plan by Cersei. But I don't know if I, I don't know if I, I should, I said it like to Carmine earlier that I don't, I think you're giving Cersei too much credit. I think a better way of saying is I don't give Cersei enough credit. I don't give her uh-huh. the, the, the depth of thought to plan that. That being said, it makes a lot of sense. She was being very calm about it, does, it all. Yeah. And she was very calculating, mm-hmm. and it's not above her to do a backstab. And manipulative. I just yeah. don't trust. I just don't trust that Tommen has enough fucking. That Tommen's enough of a con man marksman that could go in there mm-hmm. and and stone face stone face Marjorie and lie to the High Sparrow. I just don't buy that he's good enough to do that. Yeah, that's he's the weak link. He's there. the weak link in the situation. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I'm not I'm not I'm not sure about that. So, uh, so here we go. Here we go. Don't think we're getting fray pies, but it'd be fun to watch. Nevertheless, Timo, I didn't see you in there. Great to see you, Timo. And, uh, oh my gosh, some fun stuff's going in the chat right now. Let's go over here. I do not sound like the Mad King. This is how you deal with that. That's, there's no other way to deal with it. Like, as far as I'm concerned, it took too long. Like at this point, you're not killing just every, every peasant. You're killing the peasants who take up arms against you when you go do this. Like, if you want to keep control, if you want your kingdom to be yours, I mean, look at history. Look at what happened to Rome. 
it got so fucking bad with the cat with the with the christian church that the roman emperor got the fuck up and left and and had a new empire north <laughs> northeast and uh that's enough. That's not, you're, you're the history major. Constantinople. Yeah, you're the history. Like, the, like yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, and then and then the church took over everything. Team forever. up. Like, <laughs> mm. that's that's what happens. Like, so, don't let them dig their heels in. They're digging their heels in. They're already now sitting. The twin fucking pillars. Are you kidding me? No, 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 no. There is only one pillar of which that holds up the world, and that should be King fucking Toman, like Jamie was saying. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. You don't do have to do uh, anything you don't want to g- do. So, like Jamie's right. You're the fucking king. It's good to be the right. fucking king. Mm-hmm. D- it's good to be the king. So, uh, so sorry. I'm writing a quick text message here. Um, so let's to go into the texts and the voicemails again. This is uh, oh gosh, here we go. This is your local 420 dealer from High Garden. Just got back from King's Landing, burning one with my homies, the Mountain. After the first blunt, he was talking about how he's gonna go to fuck shit up. I can't wait. Heading the hot box with the blackfish. What do you think his role will be? Zombie Mountain. What do I think the What do I think that the Zombie Mountain's uh, role is going to be in the uh, in the upcoming thing? To Kill the High Sparrow for Cersei to kill everyone Cersei wants to kill. So let's scroll. Let's scroll down and take a couple of more texts here. I mean voicemails before we go back to our recap here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's get to this one quickly. Oh no no play! Damn you. If we had another episode where no one died, you're gonna have to tell me what the fuck it was because I don't remember. So uh, we w- I will do some research on that and try to get back to that for the feedback show. Definitely ask that question again mm. on the feedback show, and we will see. Here is a call from Chicago. Chicago. Hey guys, love the show. Just wanted to know, do you think um, it's getting a little too tired calling back to previous stuff in the script? Like last week, we had um, who said anything about him. And this week, um, we had the other callback with Daenerys, you know, basically repeating Khal Drogo's speech. There's been a lot of that this season. So if they do that again next week, does that kind of make you groan and say, yeah, maybe that's a little too much of that? A little bit of it is cool, but are they using it too much? That's it, guys. Uh, just wondering what your thoughts are. Great show. Catch you later. Bye. Great call. And right. I, I want to, I want Joe. I want to set you up. I'm underhanding you something here, Joe, because Joe said last week, or a couple weeks ago, with Daenerys and her unburnt moment, and I, mm-hmm. I kind of called him out on it because he's like, same old fucking trick, same old fucking trick. Mm-hmm. She did it again. <laughs> she did the dragon exactly. trick. Exactly. Exactly. No, Joe. Why didn't, th- why didn't she have this speech when she walked out of the fucking burning building where she murdered? All you can't now you can't fucking leave to all the fucking cows, all right? Like, are you kidding me? Like, that was the moment to have that speech. They're already all behind you. They're already following you through the desert. There is no mistake about who this girl is now. Like, we and then like really, let's finish off in a, a short episode that's kind of slow with the same old fucking shit again on repeat. Like, ah, uh, yeah, this time with sitting on top of a dragon instead of standing in a fucking flaming house 
Danny is a perfect titties. Danny is a conqueror, not a queen. We, Danny is because uh, drag because the dragon wasn't there. I love the Bronx Tale she reference. She had me at titties, Phil. I love the Bl- Bronx Tale reference, Joe. She had to take time to it's write not a my speech. Reference. It was uh, I, I stole it. <laughs> Kyle's fucking re- chickens. Phil, your show is awesome. Love you, fucking Kyle. Great, fucking your fuck. You and your fucking chickens taste delicious. Have we talked about Ari yet? We haven't got that. We haven't got there quite yet. Uh, we talked about her a little at the beginning. We'll we'll get back into that. Uh, Danny's scene should be cut in half. We get it. She has dragons, eunuchs, cell swords, slaves, blood. I mean, we get it. Fucking uh, Rome was done by endless wars, diluting the currency and led to drinking uh, water slash wine. Phil D&D uh, did it as a nod to the books and prophecy. Yeah, they're fucking up her story. Uh, fucking her up her storyline bad. Danny to the Dothraki. Are you with me to get slaughtered over some land that you don't give a shit about? Uh-huh. Joe uh-huh. Critch says Joe is wrong again. You have to say things multiple times like the High Sparrow does. This time she was on a dragon the size of a fortress. Kind of like an appropriate for the speech. Uh, they smile in your face all the time wanting to take your place. Did she recognize the cave uh, Drogon had taken to her? Uh, also, he's a pussy. Hey, that speech was meant was meant to be said sitting on a hey joe that speech was meant to be said sitting on a dragon will danny <laughs> die she's so cocky as fuck i think she's just hyping them up it just didn't feel right the first time with the burning house right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, love, I love it great stuff great stuff let's listen to a couple of more uh couple oh, of more chat. voicemails before i love the fucking chat you chat. guys you guys are fucking amazing here go listen to this one let's listen to this one are you there caller okay uh, this is George R. Martin quicker <gasps> than Boogie? What? George, what? Is that George? Wait, what about Boogie? Is George R. Martin listening to us right now? And and he's angry with what he's listening to. I think that's what happened right there. Let's listen to this voicemail here. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to say that um, I'm so happy that uh, <laughs> yes, Benjamin is back. Um, and I really think that. Um, Cersei and Tommen are totally in on it on this plan, mm. and I think it's going to be a total death fest <laughs> for um, the uh, Pharaoh and his. Why does that sound like, like such a good time? The way you said it, does. it, when she said that, it sounded like the best time ever. I was like, you can tell you can you, you can send me another one of those kind of fests anytime you want. Yeah, I'm sorry. cronies, um, and I can't wait to see that. I'm really excited. Um, and she's really excited. Um, I love the show. Hopefully, uh, the phone lines will start working again by next week. Yeah, me, and I couldn't understand the thing she said. She just sounded too smart. Yeah, wasn't it, wasn't that wasn't that way too smart for me? Uh, here we go. Let's listen to this one. Yes, John hopes we're safe tonight. I I, agree. I do hope we're safe too. Hey, here we go. Let's listen to this one. I'm in Chicago again. Hey guys, you were asking who takes over if something happens to Tommen, but uh, <laughs> good, don't Katie. you think maybe Marjorie would take over because she would be the queen? Mm. They don't have any kids, yeah. so maybe yeah. Marjorie's got this whole thing in mind. That's- good, perfect. Yeah, you're you're 100 mm-hmm. right. You're 100 right. It would be Marjorie. It would be Marjorie. Yep. Yes. Just text. Just text our number. Some totally weird text. Unless they watch Game of Thrones. Do you think the three-eyed Raven has manipulated? Just text this number. Hope it's the right number. Because if not, I just I just sent some weird text. <laughs> Do you think the three-eyed Raven has manipulated Bran to help the children? Uh, been trapped in tree for century. I do not trust the children or the three-eyed Raven completely. So I definitely think there is some manipulation going on. I I would I would back that up. Here we go. Yeah. Hello. Well, okay, that was re- that, what the f- <laughs> that voicemail right there. Let's listen to this one. 
Someone's listening to some music there in the background. Let's listen to uh, <laughs> let's listen to this one. I am from hello there. I am from India. <laughs> I am great fan of the show. I want to add one thing about diversity. The other guy was great. I got one curtain. <clears throat> when will we have a Paki invasion? <laughs> uh, mm. I good call. Great calls. Great calls. Let's listen to this one. Hi, you guys. Um, hi guys. How are you guys doing? Um, uh, I have a tinfoil idea. Um, do it. Uh, my name is James. Uh, welcome, James. My thought, my tinfoil idea is: Do you think when Sam takes uh, Hart's Bane or Hart's Bane? Uh, I think that's how you say it. Do you think Torment might get that Valyrian steel sword? And for the for the the I guess for the upcoming episode, uh, you think that the Glovers will give the support to Sansa and John, or will they? Uh... I definitely. I'll go right there. The sword. <laughs> I don't know where the sword's going to end up eventually. I think it's going to stay on Sam, mm. and then Sam's going to somehow give it to John, mm. which I guess it could get end up in Torment's hand eventually. Um, as for will they let him in on the on the. North remembers. Yes, yes, and I, I yes. to answer your question. I absolutely do think uh, we got they got mentioned and they got mentioned in the episode before. They are definitely going to be on that side. I absolutely yes. agree with this. Uh, where the fuck did so. Dar- yeah? Where the fuck did Dario learn Dothraki? <laughs> That's a good question that I didn't really think about. Where where the fuck did uh, did uh, Dario learn Dothraki? Good mm. question. He's had a long life. He's traveled. Yeah, he may have picked some of it up. Like he can, with he a can couple, understand uh, a bit. Dothraki there. girls along the way. Yeah. yeah. So, For someone in his line of work, it behooves him to know at least a little bit of each language he's going to encounter. Very good, very good point. Very good point, Katie. So let's get back. Oh, as I wipe out, it's very hot in here. Uh, as I let's get back to our recap here. So Sam and Gilly, she is dressed to the nines as we get into this scene right here you're between good, Gilly. Like, I, I'm hot. It's beautiful. You're looking good. You're beautiful. You're looking good. I think she's beautiful. I, you're beautiful. Let's head to dinner for a very awkward dinner conversation. So they eventually head off to you dinner. You can fucking bitch out my cops. Yep, so we get into the small talk for daddy. Now, Sam's brother seems like a confident, nice guy. Sam mm-hmm. talks about mm-hmm. how uh, he would... Did you, oh, this is a very tasty meal. Did you guys hunt this today? And they're like, no, we didn't hunt it today, you idiot. And he goes, uh, do you do any hunting beyond the wall? And they talk about Lord Umber a little bit. They talk about a couple of other things here and there. It's a, it's a very awkward dinner conversation. Here we go. Well, Let's listen to some No, of we haven't been able to cure that one yet. This is last week's. Dinner with the Tarleys is a very interesting time. <laughs> of course, sorry. Um, long journey. Dario used Rosetta Stone for Dothraki. Yards. Oh, that's a a fair distance. So do you do much hunting up at the wall? Uh, Oh, yes. Yes, um, a good amount. North of the wall, you don't hunt, you don't eat. And what's awesome about this scene, through the whole scene, as I mentioned earlier, Randall is just looking at him like, I am going to kill you. I am going to kill you. You are going to die. Die, 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 die. <laughs> it's fucking no, funny he, shit. This dude's chilling. Like, he just has to sit there and... Uh, it's an interest. Uh, it's an interesting poker game between him and Gilly, because Gilly, as we uh, mentioned earlier... He's had a hundred dinners like this. 
Gilly doesn't give any fucks. Yeah, Sam is mm. just is just going into that place as, as we all know. And we talked a lot about more about this on the uh, Better Call Saul podcast. But ultimately, when somebody is around someone that made you feel a certain way as a child, mm. Sam has come a long way uh, yes. from the person he was when his dad saw him last. Excuse me, gross. He had reason for keeping his mouth shut. He was biting his tongue. He wasn't yeah. crying in his soup. But I think he did regress a bit too. He took the posture bit. of, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I think he was trying to control himself and he was also feeling all those old feelings that he felt every dinner he had to be skewered by his father in front of his family. Yeah. And now his wife. Absolutely, absolutely, Katie. I'm, I'm with that is exactly the same way I feel there. Uh, so they head to dinner, they make some small talk. Though to be a mister. Yes, and, and, and once I have my chain, I'll return to Castle Black. I thought the Night's Watch might make a man of you. Managed to stay Now you're a man, a man, man, man. Manning. Yeah, Sam started the beta uprising. Exactly. Sam totally went into beta mode right there. Because mm-hmm. Gillies is alpha, ultimately. Yeah. Wield a yeah. sword. Randolph, to be maester of the Night's Watch is a great honor. Yeah. You want more bread? Aren't you, you fat know. enough? Phil, you want Phil, you want to smoke more? Aren't you high enough? God, no, I have to have dinner with you, Dad. Should have had stuffed that bread roll in his mouth and ate it with his mouth wide open. He yes. should have ate all the bread rolls saying, fuck you, Daddy. <laughs> Motherfucker. He's a greater warrior than either of you will ever be. <laughs> oh, my God. Your way down to Castle Black. Where did he kill a White Walker? Yeah, where'd he kill a White Walker? And this is where Gilly, fu- Gilly fucks mm. up, and, and he starts to figure out she's a free folk. And this is where he gets real the evil. The Night's Watch came to our keep. Where? Gilly? North of the wall. North of the wall. Mm. Mm. Yeah. North of the wall. Yeah. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. My name's Gilly. Seven kingdoms of wage war against don't the seven And I don't give a fuck. And here I sit, hosting one in my hall. Yep. Yep. Yeah, 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 you do. Yeah, you do. Sorry. It's called Heartsbane. Been in our family for 500 years. Valerian steel. Only a handful of them left in the world. Supposed to go to my firstborn son after I die. Him. He will never wield that sword. If he were to become Lord Tarly of Orn Hill, it would be the end of this house. Mm-mm. Nope. No, and, he, and, and that's the I thing. Took you for a mole's town hall when I saw you. I love it. He's just such. Someone said this in the chat. Someone said this in the chat, but he's just such a generous host. Overestimated. Oh, yeah. Lovely. It was a wildling whore that seduced my son. I literally. Wildling whore. I know shit. You're getting back at me, boy. I thought Gilly was gonna jump over the desk, jump over the mm-hmm. table, and, and stab him right in the mm-hmm. fucking throat. Mm-hmm. Table and making didn't me you die think? With it. Did you think that was coming? I totally thought I that was, was coming. I was hoping that was coming. Yep. Hope. You got what you were after, didn't you? A 
bastard. A half-breed bastard. Your invitation into our home. And I think everybody at that table would have been psyched and they would have said, oh, look, he just had a heart attack. Uh, I don't know about Oh, look, brother. he choked on he his dinner. He slipped. <laughs> he slipped and fell. Someone, no, someone in the comes Lord. Someone in the chat said Sam's going to trade that sword for some bread. <laughs> he's going he, to oh. get some bread rolls. <laughs> so ultimately, Randall says he'll take the wildling. He'll take, and he'll take the half-breed little shit kid and, and everything. She can walk in the sex dungeon. I mean, the kitchen. And then Sam and her have a little discussion where they get into it, where, where, Sam, where Sam basically says, fine, you're going to stay here. I'm going to go off. This is what's going to happen. And then Sam goes, actually, I changed my mind. You're coming with me. You're not, you're not staying here with this fucking asshole. And, yeah, no, and you know what else? I'm taking the fucking sword, too. And mm-hmm. I, I, I talked about this a little bit earlier when I was getting your thoughts at the beginning, your immediate thoughts. Do you think mm-hmm. – I, I guess this is more of the question I wanted to ask at the time – but I was still sort of in a uh, mode from uh, what I was reading. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, do you think that it was a smart move, Joe? Do you think it was a smart move of Sam to steal that sword? Or you think he just should have pieced out? Uh, what's, this, what's this do? This brings his dad, his brother, and what, maybe also up to 100 or more men to like track him down and mm-hmm. kill him, the bastard child, and the wildling disgrace like all of them like and forget it ever happened like he was going to in the first place right so you think it's not worth it to have another sword to fight the white walkers which is what he did it for because john told him after that means he's gonna go i mean he's an acorn he's got thousands Mm. of a thousand miles more to get the fuck back up to the cat castle with black with that sword so He's not making it there before Lord Tarly fucking rides him down. Uh, I like the move, but I wouldn't call it smart. He's traveling with a, a woman and a baby. With, what, they're going to outrun, like, his dad and his brother going straight for him, tracking him? <laughs> Fuck that. Rick in the chat says they should have left a bread roll for where the sword was. <laughs> Fuck yeah, a baguette. Sam, <laughs> Sam just said, "Fuck you, Dad," and the horse you rode rode in on. Fan, Sam will use that to learn how to make more Valerian steel. His father was be so horrible to him. Ooh. But who was Sam's father? Keep referring to him as a bastard. I think the kid, the uh, the little baby, he was referring to as yeah, a bastard. Little Sam. Yep. <clears throat> Because he and Gilly aren't actually married. No, no, they're they're living in they're living in sin. They're living in mm-hmm. sin. <laughs> so, uh, so Sam steals the sword. They go out uh, and they leave, and uh, all hail the Overlord. So, and that's the end of Sam and Gilly for the evening. I actually, again, really enjoyed their scenes. I thought it at, at a lot. I thought maybe so, a little <clears throat> bit of time could have been cut off, but Randall was really awesome. Sam grew some balls. Gilly's. Gilly's ovaries are way bigger than Sam's balls all the time, and they just will be. She's just walking around with a couple of really big, giant ovaries. That Gilly, she just doesn't. Oh, yeah. She gets. She has zero fucks to give, and I love. I love it. This was interesting, as Carmine said earlier, and I'll, I'll steal his words. It really progressed their storyline, and shit actually happened, and it felt like we're leading to something rather than just having. Oh, look at them being in love actually having some shit happen. So I did not mind that at all. And it was it was not even close to... And she pretties up well. Yeah, she cleans up well. 
She cleans up well. So it was smart. Showed his dad. He got some balls. Gilly was a I dumb. Love it. Grab your things. We're leaving. <laughs> Dude, you're, you're holding, Mike. That's the only thing I got right there, the kid that you're holding. That's it. I don't have things. Where Sam, are we going? <laughs> Sam killed a white walk with dragon's glass. Yes. Sam goes south, bumps into Danny. Is there any? Uh, is there anyone at Dragonstone right now? I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, <laughs> That might be Danny's first stop when she comes over. So let's yeah. listen to another voicemail before we get to our next scene. <clears throat> this is from our buddy SMB Down. Jay. Stealing the sword may not have been ingenious, but I still think it was smart because it, it, it's, wor it's worth the risk. And the most ingenious thing would have been if Sam pulled a Tyrion on his father. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> and, and made him put scene if he uh, fucking shits gold here. Let's listen to uh, this voicemail from Maryland. Phil, Joe, Katie, Joe Nolan, love you guys. Love um, you. Hear about your misfortune tonight. Thank you. Um, oh, thank just want to drop a quick line on a on a tinfoil theory I got going on after watching tonight's episode. Um, I couldn't help but listen to how the Charlies brought up the Umbers and the Umber daughters. And mm, think that that yes. might somehow tie in with the book plot line of Alice Carr's start. And we could still have a northern conspiracy. It's happening. Mm. It's going to happen. Except it's going to be Umber Daughters instead of one Carr Stark daughter. So, anyway, let me know what you guys think. Love you all. And once again, my condolences. Uh, have a great night. Thank you, my friend, for that. We appreciate it. And uh, Joe, Carmine gives you a big hug. He's, he's watching the Aww. show with a girl and uh, wanted to give you a big, uh, big, big hug. I'm just seeing his message from earlier. Uh, and uh, so, so thank you, buddy. Really appreciate the message you just sent. Uh, so and to uh, to to answer that uh, question, I, I, I have to listen. I have to admit, I sort of zo I, I zoned out because I was reading a message. But uh, with, with what the caller said. Ew. Joe, oh, the, the daughters, the Umber conspiracy. Yes, I do think yeah. that's where they're going with it. hundred percent, I agree with your point. I don't think you're that tinfoil at all. I, I'm, mm -hmm. or I maybe because I want to believe it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I, like I said, I'm not. I'm going down with that ship. I made the speculation before. <laughs> I'm going down all the way. More time goes on, I less and less believe it, and I'm delusional. And really, if I'm actually saying it, I probably think it's 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 sailed. But I'm still hoping. I'm still hoping. No. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Let's hope. Who's going to get that sword that Sam took? Sam doesn't wield swords or really can't use the sword. So it would be useless in his hands. I'm thinking Dollar is dead because he's the leader of the wall right now. And John already has one. All right, let us yeah, I, and uh, some, that's where someone in the chat mentioned that maybe Tormund will get the sword. How uh, jacked is uh, is uh, Gendry's arms from rowing for three seasons? The dude looks like <laughs> looks like uh, what was the guy that played uh, Lou Ferrigno? The guy lo is looking oh like my. Lou Ferrigno at this point. So Hornhill would look extremely massive to someone like her. Yeah, absolutely to Gilly, totally. Uh, oh Dor yeah, yeah, it was huge. Gilly's gonna swing the sword to someone. I need to refill my cup already. Oh yeah, fucking drink, drink, drink. Local 420 dealer again. I wish Sam could stand up to his punk ass dad, but he's uh. But what's he gonna do with that family sword? That's another que everyone's general question of uh, what's he That's going to do with the question. family sword? Yeah. And uh, and I don't know. I mean, I think he's probably gonna maybe study it, maybe learn how how to duplicate. A couple people suggest in the chat maybe arrow tips, uh, Valerian arrow tips or something like that. Um, I think ultimately he's going to give it to somebody though, someone uh, that to wield it, give it to John, maybe give it to uh, maybe the torment thing isn't ridiculous. Maybe just give it to someone if he ever actually meets back up with those people. 
So here we go. Uh, fucking let us know a couple more voicemails before we get back into the recap. Hey, Phil, this is Juan from Albuquerque, and I just wanted to say what you think of the Clegane Bowl theory. Okay, Clegane Bowl theory. I, I'd love to see it. I would fucking love to see it. Yep. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it's going to happen, and if it does happen, I don't think it's going to happen this season. I do think we're going to get the Hound back. I absolutely think we're going to get the Hound back, but I don't necessarily – I'm not necessarily – I'm hyped. I'm fucking Kagembo hype. I want it. I want it more than that. I would love to see those two fight. I just don't know if it's going to manifest itself in the way that everyone wants it to manifest itself. I don't know if it's going to be this trial by combat thing that people are hoping. I think maybe it might be a fight that they have if no one else can dispose of this zombie mountain and he becomes a problem and then the hound hears about it and has to come to stop him to put it out of its misery or something like that. I don't think it's going to be Clegane in the way that they fight for Cersei's trial by combat. I don't think it's going to be that simple and I don't think it's going to happen this year. Do I think it's definitely not going to happen? I'm not convinced of that. I want it to happen. Both people are around, I believe. So I'm all aboard the hype train. People say Game Bowl is happening. It's definitely going to be a trial by combat. Uh, no, it's not ties to someone. Uh, people, some people go back and forth. Uh, I'm watching it because HBO now fucking sucks at loading. I'm watching this because HBO now fucking sucks at loading. Tell me about it. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get the episode till 9:15. I kept reloading, uh, and my HBO go didn't load it till 9:15. It's fucking shitty. Uh, I'm with Bill. I think Bill Sotheby and I are like locked in in our opinion. I do think they're going to fight. I just don't think it's going to be in the trial. I think the tr- her trial by combat isn't necessarily going to be as cut, dr- cut and dry as it's going to be. I think they're going to do like six against one. It's going to be like six faith militant against the zombie mountain. The seven. the seven. I was just about to say that it was going to be, they're going to pick seven. You know, you choose your champion. Our champion is the seven. Yeah, because that's not a real because that's not a real person or something. I I think that the hound's gonna, gonna be some it. sort of fucking trick. Yep. Oh, so uh, I so well I got it at nine oh one. Maybe it's into. I so I think Klagembo is a possibility. I just don't think it's happening in Cersei's trial by combat, and I don't think it's gonna happen this year. So uh, so boo boo this man boo this man. So uses that. Mc- if you won or whatever leveled out against the wave, you know, while she was blind. If those two ever fight like in the dark, don't you think Arya would take her out because she's better like without any vision? I think that's kind of how do you know the wave hasn't done that too though? I think the yeah. wave probably has done that, but I think the let's just stick on the let's stick on the caller's overall theme, which is I think I think the wave is dead very soon. Yeah. Well here's the here's the thing. Like this whole like you've got to be nothing, you've got to let go of your grudges and all that shit. Like the fucking wave, you promised me I could do it. Like, what? yeah, she's all desire. Right? What the f- bullshit? Fucking bullshit! Fucking double standard mm-hmm. crap. Like, what? Once I give up on all all the people I want to kill, then I can start choosing who I want to kill and beg for it. Are you kidding me? Fuck you, Jack, and well, fuck and you, you Wade. you send me to kill someone that I view as actually being a good person, and it's good right. to me, even, Ooh. when she catches Like, dude. Like, so she paid for a life. Let's go kill her. Yeah. A life for a life. The, the, the death god doesn't care whose life, right? Is Haven't you said that a dozen times? So mm-hmm. fuck that. Let's go kill the other bitch. 
couple because I said so. Couple of quick yep. things. First of all, huge thanks, congrats, a huge thank you to Michael who just pledged one pledged some uh, a donation on Patreon. Huge thank you to you, Michael. Cannot say enough thanks for your donation on Patreon. It means a fucking shit ton. It's one step closer to us doing this more and more and more. And also, huge fucking thanks to all of you guys. Uh, not a big celebration, but just a mention. Someone said in the chat. We I think we just hit eight thousand subscri subscribers. No. A huge thank you to all you guys. Special no. special thanks to Devin from Atheism is Unstoppable and Carmine from Red Team Review, who I think a lot of you newer folk that are in here are coming from sharing one of those two people that shared the channel. So huge thank you to those two guys to help uh, all the growth that we've done this season of Game of Thrones. We're not done yet. Let's keep this push going, see if we how close we can get towards 10,000 by the end of the season. So thank you to everybody. We really cannot say enough thanks. Okay, enough of that fucking butt licking. Let's continue. So huge thank you for that. So getting back into it, let's play uh let's play one more voicemail here before we uh before we move on to the next section. Since we didn't have a death in this episode, do you think we'll have like uh, a mass a bunch of ma like a um like a whole shitload of people are dying in the next episode yes. to make up for it? Like will we have just mass murder go on like in the very next episode? I don't know about mass murder, but I think that this is all a lead up again to what's going to be a very big conclusion. I think this is the first step of this back half arc that's happening. I don't think, I do think we're, I don't know if we're going to get back to a lot of death. I'm trying to think what's going to be happening next, next episode. Probably maybe because we would be in the Riverland, so we'll actually see a battle probably yeah. of some sort mm. between Lannister forces and, and, uh, and the Blackfish's forces at some point. Excuse me, river, river run forces. So I think maybe we might see a actual uh, battle situation next week, or at least some elements of it. So I think we may get something in that uh, to that effect. Supreme Leader Snoke's in the next episode for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are cracking me up in the live chat. Do you think? Uh, do you think because Arya didn't kill Lady Crane that only death can play for a life thing goes into the play? Uh let me read that again. Do you think because Arya didn't kill Lady Crane that only death can pay for a life thing will go into the play? A very interesting way of thinking because oh. the play is life, reflection of real life, and stuff like that. That'd be that'd be interesting that if the actress uses the elements of what Arya was saying to her to bring into her performance. I don't know if we're gonna see the play again, but I think if we're to think about where the play goes from there, that Lady Crane is definitely going to remember the situation and go oh, yeah. and use elements yeah. of this into her performance. Marjorie is playing the High Sparrow. So uh, girls can show their boobs. Guys can't show a penis. What's going on? What's up with that? Uh, but boobs what? are attractive penises. I'm sorry. I just jumped in the chat. Oh, someone else. Yeah, another huge uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Gek. Also another person, Tony Teflon. Huge thank you to Teflon TV as well for sharing us and having me on his channel on those on the uh, on the pre-show that I, week one and the other show I was on with Tony. Tony's fucking awesome and lots of love to Tony as well. In House Teflon. So, uh, so let's continue with our <laughs> recap. Back at the play, and we continue here with my beauteous bride. Let's listen to I the play. Undying love. This is Joffrey's hey, wedding. Joffrey. Hail Queen Marjorie. I'll drink a toast to my new queen, for there is no one fairer. Dear uncle, will you share my joy and be my royal cup bearer? Drink long and deep, my noble king, from this cup of sweet wine. The last drink he shall ever take, and vengeance shall be mine. Oh. 
funny about that murder is that sounded exactly like your run in the last episode. <laughs> I live. Oh, and it was he that poisoned me, my evil uncle M. Oh, Tyrion. And what I really loved about this scene more than anything, and I wrote it back to the play, Hail King Joffrey, Joffrey's the king. It's all Tyrion's fault. Arya watches and is loving watching Joffrey die. It's just so funny to her to watch Joffrey die. And she just finds it all hilarious. The Maisie will, I almost feel like they kept an outtake there because just the way Arya's laughing at the whole situation, she just stops and just loses her shit and giggles. And she's like, at the whole thing. Love, I cannot say how much I loved Arya in this scene. This was just pure... Maisie Williams gold in this moment I, and this was great. one yeah. this was one of my favorite scenes of the episode and one of my favorite Aria scenes and of 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 a character that I've loved almost everything she's been in this was one of my favorite moments by her just seeing her giggle in the audience and the smiles mm -hmm. it was just I don't know it just was very endearing and her noticing the other woman yeah yes so oh, yeah she's very perceptive she's very perceptive and uh and uh, here we go. Uh, someone said this. Uh, there's a there's a theory that when the waif that the waif is actually a fray. That when she was telling Arya that she comes from a, a noble house, that wasn't a lie, and she's actually a fray. So Mrs. Crane is the only good actor, and Arya's getting moved by fake Cersei's performance. We see fake Sansa, as uh, Katie point Kane Joe pulled out, giving her death eyes from behind. Arya thinks and watches the eyes and watches the whole situation. Great attention to detail in the play with Joffrey with the the eyes and making him yeah. kind of. So then we get Tywin's death, and we actually get the shitting gold thing, which I loved because we didn't get it in the real, uh, real scene. So it was a good callback to it. Of uh, does Tywin Lannister shit gold? And then we hear the farts as he gets shot. And we get all this like smelly. Yeah, I shit. really liked that. I enjoyed that. That line was finally in the. Uh, yeah, me too, Joe. Show. I feel like that was that was that was us doing that, Joe. <laughs> that was us begging for that in our season four recap. We were begging for it to see that, and we got it. Yep. They, they, they were listening to us. We, we changed. Again. Yeah. Uh, again. Yeah. We were making Game of Thrones great again. <laughs> Joe, we did it. We, <laughs> we did it. It's all of us. So uh, so we see uh, we see the Tyrion stuff. So then we see Arya sneak in. <clears throat> excuse me. No one sneak in and put the poison in the rum. So Lady Crane comes in. She sees Arya this time, and she's like, "Listen, dude, I know you. What's going on? You look familiar, girl. Hey, girl. What are you doing back here? Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. I'm not doing I shit. I saw you the other day in nope. the audience. What am I doing? How many times have you seen this stupid play? And they go back and forth, and she Arya convinces her, or I wouldn't even say she convinces her. Lady Crane convinces herself that Arya wants to be an actress, and she's there yep. watching her. Just and eat. she's sneaking around behind the uh, curtains. Yeah, it, she thinks it's me as a little girl. Yep, yep. Fake Sansa is a babe, and and I agree with that, uh, Ben. Fake Sansa is no nor real Sansa, but she's uh she's no uh no bridge troll. So uh, so ultimately, in this situation, Arya is talking to her and she runs out of there and she go they ask her what her name is and she goes my name is mercy motherfucker my name is mercy and uh this woman goes you got great eyes 
I love your eyes. You got great eyebrows. Three times? Very expressive eyebrows. Have you ever thought about being an actress? And she runs out of there and uh, she gets she gets scared and runs out. And ladies, and then one of the other actors, the actors get into a sort of actor fight where they're like, you're the star. And they're all jealous of this woman's stardom. And mm-hmm. she's about to sip the rum after a bunch of uh, bullshit going on. And she's about to sip it. And, and Aria runs back in and <gasps> knocks. Oh, oh, there was a fake sip, too. There was a fake sip once, too, that she doesn't. She she goes, psych. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The classic television fake sip. Aria, like, quick step. Joe, what are you, oh. ta- Joe, what are you talking oh, about? No, you, no, are you no. saying this is? No, what are you saying? This is poison. Yeah, it was the uh, the, fa- <laughs> the fake sip thing. Huge thank you to uh, to uh, Bro yeah, Bro nice Riley. Cup, Phil. Yeah, thank you. I got this. This is a gift from Bro Hawk Riley, our newest contributor. Nice. Uh, Taka over on uh, Dirty Issues Gaming. We got a new contributor over there, so definitely go over there to check that out if you Hell like. Yeah. If you like game streaming, Joe has a new friend over on the line. They'll be adding some videos and doing a lot more content on our gaming channel. So check Which that out. And uh, mm-hmm. I will try to get my ass over there as well, real soon as well. Okay. So my name is Mercy. You got great eyes. She's about to sip the rum. She knocks it down, and Arya doesn't leave it at that. She's like, also rats out Sansa, and like, if fake Sansa is like, oh yeah, her, don't trust that bitch. That bitch is lying. <laughs> that bitch wants you dead. <laughs> that bitch wants you dead. Oh, damn. That that bitch wants you dead, and <laughs> she just gets in her face. So she was my, uh, I think personally, and King's, uh, Corey says, I think personally everyone in King's Landing is trying to play one another, but that will lead to no resolution ever until the White Walkers come knocking on the door and they're going to be like, oh shit, that's yeah. true. Yeah, fucking A. Yep. And uh, so yeah. so ultimately it was just a funny moment. Remember Joffrey's plan? Remember Joffrey's plan? One army under one instead of all these different banners fighting. Mm-hmm. Like Joffrey had the one smart thing back in season one. Yeah, no, very true, very true. And uh, someone, uh, someone, uh, Len in the chat says it was like a Jerry Springer moment where she's like, she's like, and that bitch has your ba- has your husband's baby. <laughs> no, that bitch is. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, that bitch. Yeah, mic drop. I'm out. So. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's just kind of looking at her. What the fuck? Yep. And then. And then we see Arya run out of there, and we see the waif in the background watching the whole situation. And then we see, here we go, dun da da dun Nina! Oh, motherfucking Nina! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah! Yes! I was so fucking happy! I was like, yeah, motherfucker! Oh, fucking Nina! Sorry. Fucking Nina! So we get Needle comes back. So uh, so then we go to the wave talking to Arya. I'm uh, talking about Arya to Jakinagar. And Jakinagar is like, it's a shame. Girl had many gifts. Can I just mm-hmm. she, don't let her suffer. A man gives an order. Don't let her suffer. So then we see Arya somewhere in the dark hiding with Needle. <laughs> and everyone in the world gets a fucking uh, <laughs> Needle. It was good. It means Arya's. Yeah, yeah, that's. Will she really become no one? Of course not. So, so people in the chat, how do you really feel, Phil? <laughs> not, love this side of Phil. <laughs> Phil, oh my goodness. Love it, Phil. Be- Nina, okay. Someone goes, okay. Fucking A. 
But yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Needle is awesome. It was awesome. It was great to see Needle again. I knew it was coming. It would be coming eventually. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. it's one of those things similar to seeing John and Sansa get together. But for whatever reason, <coughs> excuse me. It was, like, it, was, it was like seeing Sam go get heart's pain. Yeah, in a way, Joe. But no, no, not even close. But <laughs> but ultimately, for some reason, it was it was one of the the it meant more to me as a reunion, even though it's been less time. And so, even though Sansa and John, I, Sansa and John was big for me. Uh, but for some reason, seeing Arya dig up Needle and say "fuck this shit," I'm Arya Stark. I agree with what Carmine was saying and what someone else was saying in the chat too about how they wish she kind of went through it more, become a crazy ninja, excuse me, assassin. I get that. But the fact that she never could betray Arya Stark and going back and reaching it in and pulling the Arya back out, I don't know, yes. just really got me like, yeah, that means she's coming back to yeah. Westeros. That means she's coming back into the fray. And mm -hmm. we could get an even more ridiculously amazing reunion with her in Nymeria, which would be my oh, fucking dream. Oh, that would be so beautiful. So... So so let let us hope, and I can hope. I like that you got Needle back, but now all of her boring training fights seem seem like a waste, says Seb. Good point, Seb. I'm gonna leave that there, but uh, it's worth saying. Uh, Gendry is gonna show up in Marine in his rowboat, like, "Hey, Danny, you need some shit? <laughs> I'm strong enough to row all the whole Kalasar just myself. It'll be like a fucking motor." So let's take a couple more voicemails before we get into our next little section. Here we go. We got a couple of messages from SM. Let's get into uh, Jay. Let's get into it. In the books, it would make more sense for Arya to beat the Waif in the dark, even if the Waif has been trained to fight in the dark because Arya has, um, you know, she can actually see through like animal and cat's eyes and shit. Yeah. So that yeah, that would make it like a, even. Uh, that actually would it, it actually would may I, uh, how tough is it gotta be to fight from your body looking through the eyes of a cat on the other side of the room yeah. <laughs> that's gotta that's be difficult tough. that's gotta take some training i would imagine everybody to leave a voicemail the number is 781-990-8509 we're really sorry the phone lines are broken down tonight the website that we do the phone line through is down for maintenance the, currently down for maintenance, you fucking motherfuckers. So, uh, so if you want to leave a voicemail, that's 781-990-8509. I would turn those phone lines on so we could take calls, but anyone who listened to the first episode of the season would know that we then we'd have to deal with that sound effect fucking thing. As, uh, as Here we go. Let's listen to another voicemail. What do you think of the actors in the play? Like, what do you think of them as actors, as actors in real life playing characters that are? I loved it. I, 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 I love that scene, and I and I wanna I wanna. I love the writing. I think that's one of the most difficult things to do as an actor. Like playing an actor acting is like like in the play. And I don't want to. I'm not going to go down an entourage route. But I always question with Vinny Chase: Is Adrian Greer a bad actor, or was he making sure he knew, like when he did the Vince stuff, that you knew that he was acting, so it was extra bad. So when you have actors acting, I don't know. This is more this is more confusing than the time travel thing. So I'm going to drop this right here. But I I, I actually really like them. I think they did a good job. I think they yeah, depict Shakespeare, not Shakespearean, but medieval times stage acting very well with everything mm. rhyming and going together. I, I I kind of enjoyed it. I really liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Yes, yes. I would yeah. have a ball. See, I, I watch that shit. I go to a Renaissance Fair. I watch 
I watch the performances that like all the performances. I go hit every stage. I try to hit all the different yeah. times and shit. I love watching that. It's fun. So like yeah. I like watching it now. No, I try then, to, I, and I think they did a great job. I would definitely watch it if that came. If that show came through my Renaissance Fair, I would see every showing of it. Mm-hmm. So let's listen to a couple more voicemails before we go on. Let's, oh, we got a text from Heath. Uh, can Benjamin actually go south of the wall since he's a half walker? Uh, very also will mm. since plan fades to the gravedigger. Okay. Uh, I don't think Cersei's plan is going to fail due to the gravedigger. I think we, talk, we talked about that. But I think you might be on to something with Benjamin, which is why we never saw him again. That, that very, very well could be a thing. Here's another message from, let's listen to this one. So I've got two questions. Will the author of the book die before he can finish his book? I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. This guy's probably going to have type 1 diabetes. Or maybe a little bit of uh, heart problems. Second question. (laughs) You got cut off for the second Um. question. Um, (laughs) I think Um. a lot of people say that. I'm just going to say when people ask him about that, he's like, fuck off. Because, I mean, I can imagine that's a very hard thing to go through. That being said, I... I think he's an excellent he's he's an excellent writer that obviously I don't know if he's waiting for the series to be done to get a get a speed on the books. I don't know if he just decided to be like, eh, I'm taking my time. And it's it's gonna be it's very it's very interesting. Very very funny caller. I definitely like definitely like the caller. I like George Mar- George R. R. Martin's reaction to that himself though. He's like, yeah, anyone who says that, fuck off. <laughs> long live, long live, uh, King Tommen. Long live, King Tommen. Well, they they say seventy is the new uh, new sixty. So uh, let's listen to uh, this voicemail right here. Hey Phil, thanks for uh, getting to this message. If you do, but um, of course, my question is, I don't know if you, you obviously you had to have seen the previews, or I don't know if you did, but you know they're basically alluding to it is that. We're going to be in the Riverlands next episode. Hell yeah. I don't know if this is... People are saying that George R. R. Martin and Joe have similar boobs. Yeah, I, I think it's about... Yeah, that's, huh. yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. Just me. Um, <laughs> Sorry, here we go. Reaching at straws, but do you see this as a chance for them to bring in Lady Stoneheart? Because obviously, you know... They sent Brienne there, and she's a big part of that story in the uh, in the books for the Lady Stoneheart plotline, and they're bringing the phrase back. And I don't know if this is this might just like I said, this might be just me reaching that straws, but that line that Walter Frey gave about um, Catelyn about how you show the black switch, the knife you used to open her throat. I don't know if it, it might just be me, it might just be me reaching at straws, but. I mean, I think, I think no. ultimately, Joe sees it, Joe sees it coming. Um, I'll say this and then I'll There's let, and then I'll let Joe talk. I, I think it's just them doing shout outs to it. I don't think it's actually going to happen. I think it would be hard to bring Catelyn back right now. And a lot of people that aren't, book readers that just watched the show would just be like what the fuck is going on here see they also make it a point to mention beric dondarian in this episode Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of things it it was either a lot of really like Mm. like uh shouts out to it or it's they're setting it up for some future setting uh, us up for it yeah you know if you haven't if you haven't seen have a good night kai that's a i mean this this part of this conversation here is a spoiler anything lady colt stoneheart is uh 
related is, is spoiler related yeah. you know something's yeah. coming and it certainly does seem like it's all kind of set up for it to happen so i really do kind of like uh like that idea uh, it's a character that i, I definitely miss if if it's gonna happen obviously now is the time i'm not convinced right. that it's gonna happen right. but if it's gonna happen it needs now to happen now is the time that it would happen so let's take one more voicemail before we uh go back to our recap hey phil joe katie this is david or draven from the south just calling you back loving the show finally got through the number and everything uh i wanted to ask you guys real quick what if Jack and Nagar is actually testing Arya? Because if death pays for life and her family suffers, why is Jack so interested in her? And will he actually let her leave? Or will she have to kill her way out? Which I think is pretty cool. But uh, all in all, I think it's a pretty interesting twist with Sam as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see Tormund get it, but I'm thinking that we're going to have um, Sam meet up at the Citadel and pretty much find out what's going on or find some information or find the Valyrian steel recipe, maybe. <laughs> make some items. Or he might find um, a maester's interpretation of what actually happened. Science versus magic. And I'd love to see mm. science take on magic and see if we can maybe win that way with alchemy and stuff. But catch y'all later. Love to hear it. Awesome. Thank you so Thank much you. for the message. Great thoughts. Great points right there. And I think that's a, a great line. So, Life pays for death. And, yeah. you know, even Jaquen last episode, he says, uh, you know, one way or the other, we're going to add a face to this wall. And mm-hmm. so it's going to be either the the actress or you, Aria, or fuck Wait. it, the waif, apparently, because Wait. Aria's going to kick that little fucking bitch's Slice ass. face off with needle. Yep. Yeah. Here we go. Let's listen to this voice message right here. I have a feeling this is going to be kind of funny. Doug, fuck. I really want to see Ramses Doug. Fuck Sansa. That is a great and hot scene. By the way, I'm a sorry. Sansa being fucked by a dog. Whoa, oh god, oh my god. Oh, so oh, fun. So, okay. Okay, here we go. Come on. So why are you sending Jamie Lannister to the Riverlands? When we spent an entire season with him in shitty Dorn. What are you doing in the Game of Thrones? Come on, get your shit together. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> and uh, one last voicemail before we get to our last thing. Hey, real quick about the High Sparrow. You guys are talking about how he talks his way out of it. Like every time he's going to get killed, he says something and he kind of worms his way out of it. But Tyrion kind of does that too. But, you know, if you yes. think about it, the one person who's going to be completely uh, oblivious or impervious, whatever, to that kind of treatment is going to be Franken Mountain. You know, he oh, cannot yeah. be, uh, he doesn't know pity or remorse or fear. Mm-hmm. You know, High Sparrow is not going to be able to talk his way out of a Franken Mountain attack. <laughs> He's nope. going to get it. Nope. All right, just thinking about that, uh, hoping the mountain takes out the sparrow. That's what I am Frankie. hoping to, my friend. Open the same fucking shit and one more. Fuck it. Yeah, that would probably. I think that's hey, my most Joe, satisfying Phil, death of this. Carmine, uh, it's Bill. Um, just leaving this voicemail because I, I don't know how late I'm gonna be around for this episode, but uh, I got just a couple things I want to say. Like, I, I, I like this episode despite the lack of action and violence. I like the writing for the most part, but here's what I gotta say. First off. Well, everybody who thinks that Clegane Bowl is going to happen this season, shut the fuck up. I think Clegane Bowl will happen, but it's not going to be in Cersei's trial. 
there's just even for this show, it's too inconceivable that the Cersei's trial is supposed to happen very soon. The Hound hasn't even been revealed yet. Why the Hound would find out about this trial, run to King's Landing for some reason, because he doesn't even know that the mountain is still alive. As far as you know, he's dead. Um, it's just, you're stupid if you think that it's going to be in Cersei's trial. I still think the Hound will kill the mountain, but it's going to And then for Arya, it stands the reason that he probably taught similar lessons to John and Rob when they were kids. And Arya may have picked up on it, overheard it, because, you know, she liked to watch them train. So I think Arya is holding back on her training, and she's going to fuck the waif up. She, she's not even going to know what happens. There's not going to be a fight. The waif's going to come looking, and she's going to get needled through the back of the fucking neck. Yeah. Mark I my like words. It. All right, I peace like out, guys. It. Have a good one. I like it. I'm with I'm with you on that one. Great, great message, Bill. So let's get back to our recap. And everyone, again, huge apology for the phone systems cannot be helped this evening. Uh, so that's why we're getting to more voicemails than we usually do. We're still doing our feedback show, and we'll get into that. But uh, huge thank you to everyone that's leaving voicemails tonight. And we just want to make sure we get your voices out on there. And uh, again, huge love to the motherfucking chat and everybody. Great call, Bill. Great to hear. Great oh, to hear you on the show. It, about about uh, yes, so Corey. Did. The Hound versus the Cleganebull thing. Mm-hmm. If we remember back when Tyrion tried to do his uh, first trial by combat up in the Eyrie, he chose his brother because mm-hmm. when you make that choice, they're supposed to like allow his brother to come there, and it would have taken quite a while. It would have at least delayed his freaking yeah. death for quite a while. So he was trying to be smart, and of course, crazy Eyrie bitch was crazy airy bitch and wasn't having it so yeah there's plenty of time to still introduce it next we could we could have nothing in king's landing at all next week and uh and introduce the hound next week and you know go from there the week after but there's still plenty of time to do it there's still five episodes left a lot of shit can happen they move fast who the hell knows and uh, someone was asking who the waif is. The waif sure. is that girl sure. that is training Arya that beat the shit out of Arya in the dark, and uh, the girl that was the girl that was spying on her and all of that. Okay, so into our next section, which is Jamie waiting for the Tyrell army. We see Mace, and he's looking all cool. Mace gives a speech, and Jamie's just like giggling at him the whole time. Then we go off to the High Sparrow giving a speech, and Marjorie is there getting ready with the shame girl, with the uh, the hot shame uh, Septa. And uh, we got, yeah, she's a disgrace, yada, yada, blah, 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 as the Tyrell army shows up, and it's like, yeah, bitch, we're here. Marjorie's shocked to see the army, and like, why'd you guys show up? I got a plan here. Shh. And the Queen of Thrones. Oh, she was psyched well, too. She was I happy. just want to say, yes, Katie. You you had to know something was up because Marjorie still had all her hair. Yeah. Oh, good point. Good point, Katie. Very good point, actually. <laughs> that I did not well, they, think of. Yeah, they didn't clean her up before she went out there. Nope. Yeah. They chopped hey, off. Critch, Critch, you guys are depressing me. Only seventeen episodes of Game of Thrones left to go. Shut up. Shut up and say that. Shh. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. blah, 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 blah. Okay. go on forever. So we get the disgrace stuff. We get uh, the ruckus arrives and the army of the Tyrells like, yeah, bitch, we're right here. Marjorie shocked or act shocked or is excited, as Joe said, however you want to interpret it. Queen of Thorns is there, too, with righty, righty and lefty. Actually, oh. no, right and left aren't there. But whatever. So she gets out there. Jamie. 
Jamie's like, listen, you guys, give us you give us what we want or we won't kill you. Jamie rides up the stairs of the sept and he goes, I speak for the motherfucking king. I don't give a shit about what your fucking bullshit god shit says. Jamie says, every sparrow will die today. And the high sparrow's like, yes, we earn to die, but but uh but this isn't how the things are gonna go today. Now why threaten them again? I threaten you. I don't listen to your threats. I threaten you again. I don't listen to your threats. I threaten you again. Just fucking follow through. Nobody buys it, Jamie. Fucking pansy. Fucking do something. Sparrows were standing there with weapons too. Hey. Everyone had like a a different weapon. Lance, what's his face had like some sort of metal crowbar wonky thing. I don't know. It was interesting. So when faced with it, the sparrow, what I initially thought, the sparrow folded, but the sparrow didn't fold. I was like, oh, the sparrow folded because he gave this big speech like, we'll all die here right now. We don't give a shit. We'll die right here right now. And Jamie's like, okay, we're going to make it happen. Let's get this shit happening. Let's kill some sparrows. And I was getting excited. My quick question here in the situation and what another thing that lays credence to that Cer- this is all part of Cersei's plan. If this was all really going to happen and they were really setting up to kill everybody, wouldn't you have the Franken Mountain with you too? One would think. Wouldn't Jamie have him right next to him yeah. just to go kill some high, kill some sparrows? The Franken Mountain mm-hmm. was strangely missing if this was going to be a kill them all situation. So, yeah. so maybe mm-hmm. again, Cersei is planning all this. This was all part of a plan because you would think that they would. Li- that's a good. That's a good thing to bring with you if you're gonna kill a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that's just mm-hmm. a thought. So true, true, true. But like watching it, just not just to accept it for face value. The sparrow folds, folds. And uh, for people in the audio cast, I just did quote unquote. The e- air quotes. Air quotes. Yeah, air quotes. <laughs> Finger quotes. Yeah. And how did Daenerys pull that dragon out of her ass? We'll get to that. So uh, so Smiley snap ahead. The sparrow is just like, yes, it's okay. Uh, I have a better plan. <laughs> and he brings Tommen out. And Olana's like watching this whole thing from down. We keep focusing on Olana being like, fuck. Some shit's about to happen now. And Tommen and Marjorie come out and face the crowd. And Tommen <laughs> gives... Gives like the douchiest speech of the year award about making the seven kingdoms great again and building a wall or some shit. I don't know what he's fucking talking about. <laughs> and Mace asks what happened. But it really was that. He's like, we're going to bring the seven kingdoms back to glory and I'm going to do it. And it's going to be awesome. And he just gets way into it. And <sighs> and Mace is like, what happened? And Elena's like, well, we lost. He's beaten us. <laughs> and they go off with a little bit of a smile. Twat. Yes. Idiot. You, you fucking. Magnus has taken the city. Yeah. You fucking twat. You fucking twat. The fucking uh, high sparrow, ugly motherfucker. Yes, big. Fucking totally. Ugly motherfucker, high sparrow. So, yeah, it's just a funny fucking scene back and forth with all of that. Tom, and again, if, we, if we're accepting it for face value, Tom and is a fucking jellyfish. If we're accepting it for Cersei's plan, good play, Tommen. Good play, Tommen. But this is, again, just to go over it for a third time and really isolate what what I think my thought is here. I don't believe it because I don't buy that Tommen could bullshit this good. Absolutely. I buy Cersei being able to do this if she was Marjorie. And Marjorie being able to do this. Maybe Marjorie, Joe. 
maybe well, the last time we see marjorie is she's like don't let him break you and yeah. she's all strong yeah. and all this shit Someone now in, we're to believe she's broken michael in the she ch- playing a plan michael in the ch- she has some uh, style michael in the chat says marjorie's plan too i just wanted to make sure we got that before it oh. scrolled up jellyfish versus blackfish blackfish wins <laughs> <laughs> Viewer. Well, I don't know. Watch, I don't know. It depends on how. Tentacles. Yeah, man. Jellyfish. Shit. You seen a man of war? Ask anybody down there, down under. Good point. Let's get to a couple quick texts. Do you think because Arya didn't kill Lady Crane, only death can play for a lifetime because of the play? Oh, we talked about that. Oh, goes into play. How jacked is. Ge- oh, we got her at that one. Uh, local 420 dealer again. How the fuck did Arya. Okay. I just. Da-da-da-da. Episode was short this week. Burn in hell. Burn in hell. We all know Ramsey's death is coming sooner or later. Do we think that we're setting up Randall Tarly to be our big bad? I think they're trying to set up Euron or the Night King, Night King to be our quote-unquote big bad. But um, I don't know. I, I do think Ramsey's death is coming soon. I agree with that. Brand's flashback to the Mad King was the download from Three Eyed Red. Oh, we already talked about that. Long live King Tommen. Long live King Tommen. Long live the Overlord. Long live the overlord. Okay. So here we go over to this and over to this. So then we get our Jamie and uh, and Cersei scene. So let's so listen to a little bit of this. Yes. Sibling oh, no. This is first before Jamie gets fired. Jamie gets fired oh, yeah. for being a Kingsguard. <laughs> Tom is like, Dad, you're totally not a Kingsguard. And Jamie gives his version of the Barristan Sell Me. I could kill all of you right now if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Marjorie looked happy when the army arrived, says the chat. Going into the chat, great call. Uh, she didn't know about the army. I think that's why she came up with the treaty and the faith to prevent civil war. Chloe, uh, that's I'm kind of with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Mar- I think Marjorie might be player. Gray Worm has bigger balls than Tom. And Gray, where, Gray, Gray Worm, Varys, and uh, and Theon all have way bigger balls than oh, Tom. Yeah. Tom is playing. You're fired. Yeah, Tom is playing that role. Playing the Trump role. I would carve you like a geek. Lost it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kink. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, father. You can hear me in the background going, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a second. What's going on? So I, it was the Walter Frey scene. And, uh, so our next scene that we get into is the return of Walter Frey. And all I can do is sit back and let you guys re-listen to the beauty that is Walter Frey. Here we go. And then we'll talk oh, about it. Nice. Chewing. It's back. You still know where it is. You didn't lose River Run. You let the blackfish take it from you. He surprised us. He knows the castle better than anyone. You did lose the blackfish after the Red Wedding. You had him right here in this hall, and you let him leave. And when I told you to hunt him down and kill him, you couldn't find him. That's what it means to lose something. Now he's come back and taken River Run. I don't think it's fair to blame us. Panther, yes, I think so. Panther asks, is Jamie free from his Kingsguard and his vows are no more? Yes, I think he's been ousted from the King's Guard completely. Hundred years. We kissed Tully boots, swore oaths to them, and their stinking fish banners. Not again. River Run is ours. Take it back. We don't have the men. We've got ten times as many men as the damn. Yes, big the Malisters. Yes, big dog. He is the uh, old caretaker from Harry Potter. Yes, he is. And the Blackwoods. The Brotherhood without banners is rallying the commoners against us, raiding our supply trains and camps. River Run can withstand a siege for a year. If I want excuses, I'll put her in charge. They're laughing at us. 
all across the Riverland. See, I can't. Right down to King's Landing. I could just sit down and listen to Walter Frey talk. It's just great to see him back. He's such a vilified creature, and I cannot wait to see him die. And seeing him again just makes me want to see him die. I like seeing Edmir again, being reminded of Edmir. Uh, making sure he's alive, getting reminded of what the Blackfish yeah. did to escape there and how he is the legend that Jamie's going to meet in the next episode. Um, I, I love the scene. I love that we got back to Walda. I, mm-hmm. I, it felt natural. I feel like when they separate ourselves from characters and we come back to them, sometimes it doesn't feel quite as like, oh, okay, here it is. I feel like everything that they're doing this season with that, coming back to Bran, except for the fact he looks 46 years old, he uh, 177 years old, Coming back to Walter Frey here just feels natural. It feels like it should happen right now, and I love this fucking scene. Yeah, because especially because we've heard about it, and then it now it leads credence to what Peter Baelish had said about him taking back Castle mm-hmm. uh, River Run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good actor. The actor that plays Edmir is good. I know he was on your, as uh, someone said in the scrolling chat, he was on a Joe's one of Joe's favorite shows, Rome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A two Brutus. <laughs> Hey, Phil, does Sam's dad have any pull? He's pretty rash as well. I think he does have some pull. I think he's known as one of the best warriors around, so he definitely does have some pull. So, yes, Waldo's back. We hate him. He sucks. Let's hope dire wolves rip him to shreds. Okay. Yes. And no mention of Walda and the grandchild. Nope. No, no mention. No mention. No mention of that, Joe. Very good point. Oh, Ren says, I just thought rewatching the show, it occurred to me, what if the actress is a faceless man and that was a test all with uh, with Lady Crane? Uh, that was discussed a little bit earlier. Might just be another test by Jaquin. And the, mm. le- the next test is killing the waif because I don't need her anymore because you're my new waif. Yeah. Or you're my new number whatever. We- because she's still she fra- afraid. Right, because she's because still afraid. she's still obviously afraid and needs to, and needs to die. Yep. Die, Tom, and die, says NYKia. <laughs> Walter probably doesn't give two fucks about his granddaughter. Uh, Walter yep. Frey is 400 years old. Yeah. F- fuck it, eh? Okay, so our next scene is our... Excuse me. Poor Jamie uh, is... Jamie needs to get some, some new... Can someone in the chat offer themselves to Jamie? He needs some action from someone else besides Cersei, because that that cause that bitch is crazy. That bitch is fucking yep. manipulating his ass. Uh, you yep. can say what he want. You can say what you want about Jamie. Jamie would be a better person if this wasn't his fucking first time, first oh, woman. Yeah. He's so manipulated. He is so manipulated by this woman's pussy. It's not even fucking funny. And I'm sorry to get that that straight out about it, but Cersei has him wrapped around her fucking balls her Mm -hmm. you know and it's Mm -hmm. it's sad to see i was sad for jamie in this scene and i thought it was very well acted between the two cersei showed so much power in the scene it was just as a control as a jamie fan this was just a tough scene to watch send me with an army to the riverlands and a siege that could last months better you're elsewhere at the head of an army than in the Scepter Oh, let me touch you in inappropriate ways. Because no one else has touched you in inappropriate ways. So I'm going to manipulate you. Poor, innocent, manipulatable douchebag. Now that Tyrion's gone... And now I'm, talk, I'm talking just about show Jamie, so people can correct... Before we get down that road. Fucking show Jamie not having fucking Tyrion with him and left to Cersei's devices all alone is a fucking... Oh. Is is just a sitting duck. He's as weak as Tommen. It's gonna in, be in, with her. 
perfectly it's, said, like, Katie. It's amazing. And he put himself in the position years ago where he is a servant to them, yeah. to her. Bri- uh, Jamie is so whipped. Brienne should have took that dick. If Cersei was uh, pussy was born among salt and smoke, I ain't going anywhere near that shit. He's getting killed. Oathkeeper through the heart. Seal eagle. Cersei should have slept with the sparrow. Hell, I-, I thought he was pushing up a Marjorie in a position. Well, she tried, didn't she? she yeah, she would have tried anything. But <laughs> Cersei, are we talking about Cersei's pussy or Sir Pounce? What's going on here? Cersei's oh, leave Sir Pounce alone! Come Sir, on, Sir Pounce Come will, uh, Sir Pounce will take the Iron Throne. Sir, P- Sir Pounce's pussy will take the Iron Throne. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Phil, you're breaking my heart here. I thought you were a fellow Jamie. I am a Jamie Splainer. I am, and that's my, <laughs> and that's my, and that's my point, Timo. Is that I feel bad for him. This is all Cersei's fault. Mm-hmm. Jamie's a good person. Oh my God! Well, I think he has the capability <laughs> of being a good person, depending on who he's with and where he is. Influences you are he, who he you needs hang to be with. As far away from this bitch as possible. <laughs> Sorry, James. Jamie Spl- James Splaining. Jamie Splaining. It's okay, Joe. Joe, we saw in the. Logical Jamie Splainer. I am a pathological Jamie Splainer, so I'm not. I'm saying that none of this is on him. Everything that happens now is Cersei's <laughs> fault. It's all Cersei's fault. Well, well, then it, that that should apply to Tommen too. No. <laughs> Someone says fisting out the question. Katie, I didn't hear what you said. You broke up there. I, I just heard static. Yeah. Mm. I just heard some static. Yeah, lovely Miss Crow. The phone number to call in to leave a voicemail is 781-990-8509. You can also email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com your phone number or let me know in a text message that you would like me to call you back and I can call you on your number so you can talk live on the show. So if you want to get on live to actually talk, uh, text me or email me your number and let me know and I will call you. We will, we will call you. We will drunk dial you, or I will drunk dial you. So uh, Jamie's heading to Jamie's heading. Okay. Or whatever stranger we accidentally die. Yeah, exactly. The night is the night is dark and filled with strangers, Katie. So uh, th- this episode, you can slowly watch me get slightly intoxicated here. So uh, so number twelve here is our Mira and Bran scene. As we get to our next scene of the episode with uh, Mira and Bran and the stranger. Our, our stranger. Who could the stranger be? Mm. Who, who are you, stranger? Now he lives again. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, sorry. I'm like stalling because uh, I'm realizing this line is, uh, it's like too much, too when much weight. Yeah, who am I? Boy. Come on, Benjamin, talk. Fearless boy. Oh my God! Have to climb the castle walls and fight his mother. <coughs> Who are you? Turn, show your face. Show your face, asshole. Show it. Yeah, the children summoned you. Why didn't you? The three eye. Why didn't you get here a little fucking earlier, asshole? Maybe Hodor'd still be alive. Yeah, you could have held the door. Maybe he wouldn't be saying Hodor anymore. Maybe we could have avoided that whole awful fate for him if he it's, just showed up a little earlier, asshole. It's all your fucking fault, Benjamin. Who are you? Could you be? I a ranging party deep you, into the north to find White Walkers. I think I think I already passed it, but you can hear me scream in the background, Benjamin. So, <laughs> Uncle Benjamin. Uncle Benjamin. So he's taking control of everything. It's all happy. I'm here. I'm here to save you, help you. You got to protect myself. Protect from the Night's King. 
Stop the walkers magic from taking hold. How? Okay, let's let's listen to this part. The walkers in the first place. You saw it yourself. Dragon glass. Someone says John Small Pecker is proud of this scene. A shard of dragon glass plunged into your heart. You are the three-eyed raven, no? I didn't have time to learn. I can't control anything. You can control it, Bran. You can do it. Oh, it's a title. For the night, King Kongs. Drink. One way. Another. He will find his way to. Okay, so ultimately, sorry, sorry to. Uh, ultimately, it's I, you need to save everyone from the White Walkers. I'm going to protect you. Let's do this shit. We're a team. Yay. Well, I mean, we'll unpack this a little bit more, and I'm sure people have a lot more questions. I definitely want to rewatch this stuff. A lot of this, I mean, we come out right here. This is our immediate emotional reactions. A lot of this stuff, especially the brand flashes and the brand and Benjamin stuff, I really want to watch a couple times before I get way into understanding what the fuck was going on. But ultimately, it seems like the three-eyed raven that that what happened to Bran, what happened to Benjen happened to Benjen as he as he explains couldn't quite was starting to turn into a white walker instead of dying got ultimately saved by the children they stuck obsidian inside him similar to what we yep. saw last episode which turned him into this mid midland creature that you could call cold hands or you could call Benjen Stark in the situation the hodgepodge of them both or something completely unique for the show, depending on how we'll have to wait and see on that. So I have to rewatch it to be sure about that, but I'm pretty sure that's how everything went down there. Yep, that's good explanation. Yep. yep. So let's get to the Danny stuff, and then we'll clear try to clear the deck as much as possible with the phones and stuff before we call it an evening. So we go to Danny, and Danny's riding down the road to Marine. How many ships do you need? I need a thousand ships. Funny, you, some guy in an episode ago mentioned a thousand ships. So, uh, how are we going to get to Westeros? How many, what are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. They go back and forth. They talk about this a little bit. Her and Dario talk. A week at best. How many ships will I need to bring? How many ships do I totally need? That's good. That fucking Greyjoy guy's building a thousand ships. What a perfect fucking coincidence. So we ride from the rain, and after that, we sail for Someone says in the chat, Benjamin is slowly dying like Tony Stark. He has a time clock. Aww. You weren't made to sit on a chair in a palace. <laughs> a thousand ships? Fuck, Floki isn't here. You're a conqueror, Daenerys Stormborn. Twenty good men and a thousand good ships. <laughs> Wait here. So she, so she says, wait here. She goes off because she sees, she senses Drogon around. She goes off, goes well, off. Well, if you, if you want to know how she knows, have you ever smelled a dragon and like the carcass pit that it must leave behind when it eats? Joe, I can't say like, I have. I can't say I'm sure enough. it's got a reek. I'm sure it's got a special kind of odor that she's well familiar with. Does it reek point. like it doesn't have a cock? Like it reeks that bad? Like oh, I'm sure it reeks worse than that. I'm uh, sure it's like the. I'm sure it's quite the smell that you never quite get used to. Maybe sulfur. <laughs> so the Dothraki are all bored. Dario goes out. Goes. I gotta go after her. Like totally. Like where'd that Daenerys chick go? And then we hear it. <laughs> As the dragon comes out, Drogon flies over. Girlfriend. It's our visual that we saw in the 
in the opening when we start our CG. Th- no, it's th- that we saw in our trailer with the dragon going over the horde of Dothraki. It's a good visual shot. Uh, looks a little bit digitalized as she's coming down, but whatever. It's a television show. Um, it's I, I suspended my disbelief enough for it. I know Joe's about to go on a rant here a little bit about the dragon looks like. Well, so let me get my point out before Joe. Well, I thought it looked great. Oh, I thought you I were really did. It's as good as they could do. Oh, you were talking about you were talking about a different something else. Yeah, you're talking right, about something yeah. else. Okay, I'm sorry, I confused that. So yeah, the dragon looked really cool. I thought the scene worked. She comes down, and then she gives another speech, and she literally almost. I mean, sorry, almost literally quotes Carl Carl Drago. Khal Drogo's speech in season one when she almost gets assassinated, like mm-hmm. oh minus the. Well, she gives him credit. She gets the she gets yeah, the uh, yeah. little footnote she in there. <laughs> yeah, she does get the footnote in there, and mm, she comes riding in. She says, "I'm not gonna take two. I'm supposed to take two of you as my blood riders. I'm taking you all, you motherfuckers, as my blood riders." She knows how to feed the Dothraki's ego, oh, yeah. and she feeds the ego of. Fucking saddle up, motherfuckers. We're going to Westeros. As someone said in the chat earlier, to go fucking rape and pillage a land you don't give two shits about. Let's do it! And Daenerys gives her a little speech. I really could have done without the Danny stuff from this episode. I don't think it was absolutely necessary. I like I like seeing the dragon again. That was cool. But did we really... I Other than the episode being called Blood of My Blood, so they needed to fit Danny in somehow... Did we really need this scene of Danny? Did she have any problem with the Dothraki? What does that have to do with the boat thing? She came in talking about the no. boats, and then yeah. did they just need to remind us that she has dragons? We know she has it fucking dragons. Dragon. I'm yeah. not complaining about the dragons, but did like when they talk about money and this and that, like, did we need that scene in this episode? I'm I don't know. Maybe no. I'm just being a dick. I don't think so. Maybe I'm just being a dick. I just felt like it was a little like, okay, Danny's in here. Let's get a little Danny. And I'm just dragon dragon. Yay, dragon. And I was psyched to see it. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't have minded if we didn't check back in with Danny until we got back to Marine. That would have been okay with me. That would have been fun. And I want the other two dragons to reunite with, uh, yeah, with Drogon. Yeah. That's what I want to see that. That would be the Katie. Great point. That would be the best next time to see Drogon that when the other two dragons get loose, Drogon shows up and goes, brother, sister, well, let's party. I would have I would have liked rather than to have this scene, it would have been much better to have finished off the waif and Arya shit so we oh, could get her the yeah. fuck back over yeah, to fucking yeah. Westeros. I mean, we could be wrong. SM I saw SM down in the chat. Jay says, uh, yes, it was needed. A couple of people probably think yeah. it might be needed just to show her power and to reconnect her with the dragons is probably part of the reason. And to show and in and case that she has the best mount. Yeah, that she has the best mount to prove to all the Dothraki, uh, not just that she's unburnt, that the dragons are real. They've yeah. never actually seen these giant dragons dragons so it seemed just to be fair to, to, to talk about both sides of it so but for me it just felt like maybe that could have been done in another episode mm-hmm. and oh, i think so too but i that, that's i might just be again be being that might be just me being a little bitchy but i'll, I'll accept it i'm a bitch sure and then like by the time it t- for how long it takes to get to marine the calistar starts getting antsy again maybe she's lost a few along the way yeah yeah she gets there and releases and the dragons are around and like they it solidifies everything all over again. well and then now she can march to marine with her dragons and her calistar all hyped up for the dragon ian says blah 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 ian says it's like a crocodile dundee where where she's like that's a horse 
No, this is a fuck. Mm. That's a mount. No, this is a fucking mount. Yeah. So nice reference. So before we call it an evening, let's try to get to a couple of the voicemails and texts that we have left over. And please also, we will be doing a feedback show on Thursday at probably around. I'm not sure the time. It'll either be around two thirty or around four thirty-five o'clock. I'll let you. I'll make the event as soon as possible, but. It'll be on one of those one of those times on Thursday. Thursday will be the feedback show for sure. So, and that's all Eastern Standard Time if you're watching this at a different time. Uh, here we go. Let's call this caller right now. In uh, here we go. Here's our first caller. Connect with Hangouts. Call. Let's. Do, oh no, no, no. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. Call right now. Let's see if this works. Call this number right here. Connect. Hmm? Let's see. Let's see if it, let's see if this works. No, it's not working. I have to do. I have to go no. some. I have to go somewhere. <laughs> Trying to do a sound effects for you, Phil. Thank you, Joe. I pre- I appreciate that. Uh, now Jamie can rule Casterly Rock. Does that screw over Uncle Kevin? Maybe a little bit. Maybe it does screw screw over Kevin a bit. And uh, let's try this one more. T- Massively. Which is why you see Kevin Lannister standing right next to the king and being all like, Yep, I'm with him. It's good to it's good to be with the king. Okay, here we go. Let's let's try another call. This is area code nine eight five if you're listening to listening. Nine eight five, we're calling you. We're calling you. That's what we're doing. Hey guys. Hey. How's it going? Hey, what's going on? Crazy. We're we're actually hey, dreaming again. Oh well, welcome, buddy. How's it going? Oh, good, good. I was excited to see Benjamin. Um, I'm hoping what we'll see with the little children or the little children of the forest is that mm-hmm. Malachite, like in most fantasy, you know, dragon glass that controls magic. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that when they use it, their intention or their heart is what makes the magic happen. So like with the Night's King, they had death and destruction and hatred in their heart. So that's what manifested. Mm-hmm. And I think it outgrew their power because even though they were angry at the humans, they made peace. And they weren't naturally yeah. evil, so I'm hoping with Benjamin, they wanted to make up and give life, and you know, an extension to that, which I think would be pretty cool. Yeah, I like no, that. Gr- yeah. no, I, I like that a lot. Great, great point, great points, my friend. Oh, I just realized <laughs> that I just realized that I called myself. That's very interesting. And uh, let's get to another voicemail here. <clears throat> Thank you so much, Raven, and I appreciate Thank that. You, let's, yes. let's listen to this one right here. Hi, uh, my name's Tanner. It may be a little off topic, but I was wondering, like. Is there any significance to when brands uh, like going back to the visions or whatever about the Mad King keeping uh, popping up? I think very, very. Oh, thank you so much for loving the show. And again, previous caller, great fucking point. Great fucking point. Uh, I'm still thinking about that. Um, I definitely think everything that Bran saw on that vision was important, and I think that's why it's important for us to go back and look at all of that. I think it were projections Uh for the future. They were a lot of very important images that we see from the past that lead to tell us a story, similar to Danny's vision in the House of Undying and in the. More in the books than the show because we see more things in it. Uh-huh. I I feel like that was very well done, and I can't wait to go back and watch that. In fact, whenever I'm done with whenever we're done with the podcast, I'm actually going to rewatch the episode tonight, partially because I'm drunk and silly right now. But we'll get into it. 
So Mad King, burn them all, motherfucker. Burn them all, motherfucker. So let's, here we go. Let's listen to a couple. Let's listen to this one. Uh, Danny is the queen of fucking hypocrisy. She says she's not a conqueror and takes what is hers. Since when is Marine and Slaver's Bay's hers? Fuck Danny. I added the fuck Danny. Let's go. Appropriate. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to uh, let's listen to this one right here. Hello. When are they going to make uh, another um, another uh, Game of Thrones film? I recently watched The Hobbit and it was great. I want to see more about the <laughs> <and>, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. film. It's great. So it's... when are they doing a sequel uh, for uh, this film? It's great. Very, very uh, another great point by this oh by this caller tonight. You do, dude, dude, people, some people might be in the chat, but I fucking love it. Great, great stuff tonight. Great, oh, great, 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 <laughs> great humor tonight, my friend. Great humor, great stuff. Um, okay, let's go. Let's go over oh. to here. I want to make sure we get to. Uh, we got a couple more voicemails to hit. Let's listen to uh, this one right here. And everyone, as I said, we're going to be doing our voicemail and text show. So if I don't get Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. any voicemail that you have left tonight or text that you left tonight, we will, I promise I will try to, I will get to it in the voicemail and text show. So let's listen to uh, SMB down here. A couple of messages from him. Jamie is a good person. Being a good is relative. Look at everybody else in the show. I mean, if you, if you like take maybe Tyrion and... John and uh, John Snow out of the equation. Who hasn't done something like fucked up at some point? Like you said, um, that like was equally as bad as what Jamie did in season one to Bran, who like he helped uh, Bran, Sansa, Brienne, he Rob Stark. He helped. He helped Bran, Joe. He fucking helped Bran. So uh, here we go. Let's listen to it one more. Did I say Bran. I, I meant uh, Brienne. Brienne. <laughs> I've heard a bunch of guys say that the uh, crazier the chick, the better the sex. So maybe Jamie likes him crazy. Yeah, and sister sex. Someone asked, um, how does Dario know um, how to speak Targaryen or whatever? Dothraki. Um, I believe he had to spend some time with them because he has a Targaryen sword or whatever. So either he killed one to get it. Or whatever, and maybe like I don't know, like uh, like at some at some point, like was befriended by one or something, <laughs> and like if they had a falling out and he had to kill him or something, or maybe yeah, I, and I think is what I think I think you're right, and I think it's also a lot what Joe was saying too of just he's been around a lot. It makes sense of someone that grew up in Esso, Esos and was in that area. I like to just say both, just in case yeah, it's Esos. Dothraki, and he carries a, an Araka or whatever it is, a Dothraki sword. Exactly. Like he was saying Targaryen accidentally. Mm-hmm. It ma- it ma- it makes it makes it makes a lot of fucking sense. So let's continue. I just want to get over to here. We have uh, fucking what's this next one? Hey Joe. Hey Katie. Hey. Hey, hey, Phil, I love you guys. I love you. I just want to make love a quick you. comment. We all know that Ramsey's death is intimate. Do you think uh-huh. they're setting up Randall Parley to be the next big dad? Oh, uh, this was a... You know got to go at any minute. Uh-huh. I love you guys. Keep it up. We talked about this a little bit earlier. I don't know if they're setting up to be a big bad. I definitely they think they want us to know he's a little fucking... He, he's a little bit of an asshole. asshole. Yeah, he's... Yeah. An, and he has he's a, everything Parley told us he was. Right. Yeah. And more. Yeah, he's... And a, more. And fuck yes. it, he's everything you everything back and more, motherfucker. Listen to this one. Hey guys, love the show. Just wanted to know 
Do you think um, it's getting a little too tired? Oh, I think I played I played that one. So I think that is about it, guys. Oh, let's, we got one more from uh, our buddy right here. Last message of the night. If the hound isn't gonna fight for the for the for the um for against Cersei in the in the um in the trial by combat, who are they sending in? Lancel. They're sending in fucking Lancel. No, I don't think I don't think they're fucking sending in Lancel. Does Phil answer questions from the chat? Yes, I do. Everyone in the chat, jump in right now. Joe ain't dipping out of camera to view a fax machine. What's he doing over there, you fucking hippie motherfucker? No side I'm butthole. Go to chat. To, to make it available for later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to jump in the play the drunk messages again. We want to see more. Can we have more botany lessons from Sam next week? Fucking laugh. LOL at fucking uh, this guy. The Tarleys need the second most powerful house in the reach. Okay, guys, I need to rewatch the brand scenes. You enjoy your time here. Love you, Nico. Oh, Nico's in the chat. Lots of love to Nico. Uh, love your love your stuff. And uh, we, we exchange some messages on the Free Folks subreddit. And Nico, you are fucking awesome. Lo love you if you're there in the chat right now. Lots of love to you. And uh, so, uh, fucking chow, chow, chow. Is Tom and Jon Snow's dad? Maybe. I'm drunk for this next time. Please do. We encourage uh, of age drinking for our show. We definitely encourage that. Likes to show his dominance. You guys are fucking awesome. Tarly House, I thought it was Old Town. Fucking T plus L equals that. Love you, Tina Foyle. T plus L equals Baratheon. No, no, no. Jamie plus Cersei equals Baratheon. <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey at least is listing off his tiles with Ramsey. He's his true self, decisive. That's more than you can say about Danny, says Corey Mitchell. Timo is loving him in the fucking Discord chat. <laughs> fucking so is Sam. We've got so much love going on in the Discord chat. Thank you to all of you guys in the Discord chat. I approve of these Dornless episodes. I approve too. <laughs> Nico, MFC approved. Oh, fucking great. Love you, Tina Foyle. Love you, Nico. Love everyone. Burn them all, motherfucker. Bruce, I thought it was a downtown Abbey. Uh, fucking awesome stuff going on in the live chat right now. You guys are amazing. Thank you, everybody. So, so Joe, Katie, I think this is a good enough time as any to call it a week. We will be back on Thursday to talk more about this episode. So if you want to get your voicemail questions or comments in, you can do that 781-990-8509. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this video, please like it, please subscribe, please join the fun for us all year to be talking about this episode. These episodes it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about the remainder of this season and see where everything goes. You guys in the chat have been amazing as always. Everyone in our Discord group, all the friends of Phil and all the motherfucking chat Ario, Averis, Bruce, CBB, Chloe Craft, Mama David, Drive, Elliot, Elvis, Esperada, G Dozer, Ian, Immaculate Knowledge, J Punk, Joe Madden, L Laney Brown, Liam, Magical, uh, Mavis, Ren Renwood, Mark Price, Mark Bouchel, New York, Paul, Centovia Major, Roger, Retired Nurse, Random, uh, Pooh Bear, Pete's Live Music, Madcap, a laugh, love you, my All you MFCers. All Jesus. you motherfuckers. Timo, Tina Foyle. name all 500 and something. I'm going to name them all, Joe, because they're yeah, fucking If I didn't mention Keep you guys, going. you guys are fucking amazing, too. Love you guys. Corey Mitchell, Panther, Sir Alec von Lichtenstein, <laughs> Amy, <laughs> Sam, all the people that are sitting, uh, Boatsu, that are in the live fucking 
fucking Discord group. If you haven't already, like I said, subscribe, join us, join the Discord group. You can talk to all friends. We also have a PayPal, Patreon, if you're into that sort of thing and you want to support us that way. Thank you to the person that supported us tonight on Patreon. Also, the songs that we play, you can see in the description box below where you can find those songs for streaming purposes on SoundCloud. You can jump also... Uh, in the chat, you can find Dirty Issues Gaming, whereas Joe and our our good friend John, who is Taka, who will be streaming on Dirty Issues. If you're into game streaming and watching that and stuff, yourself. and myself as well, please jump over there. Huge thanks to everyone that joined us tonight. We will, and thank you to all the support we got earlier as well. It means a lot to us, everybody. We will be back later in the week to talk about some more Game of Thrones. You guys are awesome. You guys make this show, and thank you uh, so much for the support. Have a good night, everybody. Talk to you next Have time. Oh, what the fuck's going on there? What the fuck was that? What even was that? Good night, everybody. Grab your sword and shield. It's a stolen horse's real. It's Crown Arc Day on a three-day course. And yes, please join the Friends of Phil group on Google+. We're also on Facebook, Friends of Phil, Phil's Recap and Review. Check out all of that.